Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what we're doing today? A new fucking book. We are starting First Chronicles, Woo-hoo! chapter one. Yeah! Awesome. I'm get it, Chronicles. Very excited to start a new book. Hell yeah. Woohoo! Chronicles. Chronicles. They're going to chronicle some shit? Yeah, I looked ahead. They sure <laughs> as fuck are. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, do we have anything else to say other than we're getting into this shit? We're getting into this shit. All right, let's go do this. Okay. Hey, wife. Yes, husband? 
Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. (laughs) So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to to not cheap. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon, look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there so head on over and send us some love yeah one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, First Chronicles chapter one. All right. Are you ready for this shit? I am shit? ready for this shit. It is shit, just so you know. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be I right mean, out like, there. That's, that's not anything new, right? Well, like, we've I, done shit before in here. I looked at the headlines. Oh, why do you do that? Like, you know, setting I'm yourself up. I'm reading it out I know, loud. I know, I know. I'm just, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. How am I supposed to avoid it? It's literally the first thing that is there. I don't know. There's got to be an app for that. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, it's called um, getting an actual physical Bible, maybe. Yeah, right. I'm not doing that. Sure. So, apparently, Chronicles doesn't just chronicle um, kings like I thought it might. Okay. It it goes back. It goes back further, huh? It re-chronicles everything we've read. Awesome. No, no. That's amazing. So ready? Yeah, so like this is just like one giant fucking recap then, huh? Yeah. That's amazing. The descendants of Adam (laughs) (laughs) were Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalalal, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah. Okay. The sons of Noah were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Well, at least they kept this shorter a little bit, maybe. I mean, like, not like the full fucking Mm. begetting, right? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The descendants of Japheth Fucking hell. were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshesh, and Tiris. Why are they recapping? It's a different book. But it's the same shit. It's 
different, don't forget, these are not like somebody just sat down and wrote the whole Bible straight through. These are different documents that were like stapled together. Right, literally, apparently. It's, it's like, imagine if um, you're a police officer taking a report from various witnesses. Just collecting them all together. Yeah, you're just, you're taking different files that have to do with the case, the witnesses, and, right. you know, the security tape, and, like, you're gathering all of these different things, and then you're putting them all together in one evidence file, right? right? but in, like, 14,000 edits, why hasn't somebody edited this shit down? Because that is not what this... This isn't, like, a book to be edited down. This is saying, here is all of the things that have to do with the Bible junk, the religion, the God, the Yahweh thing. Okay. This is the the case files of Yahweh. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. The descendants of Gomer. I'm. I just said all that as as an apologist for what this is, but please understand that I fucking hate reading this. Right. Okay. I just. I'm trying to hold two ideas, opposite ideas, in my head at the same time. How much this sucks, and yet. I understand why it is the way it is. I'm just going with it sucks. Right. That, that's and that's fair. Take, you, know? you don't have to read it and you don't have the same <laughs> kind of like researchy head that I have. Right, right. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. The descendants of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Ripheth, and Togerma. Togerma? Who cares? The descendants of Javon <laughs> were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Rodanum. The descendants of Ham were Cush, Mizram, Put. And Canaan. I mean, I feel like they're leaving out big chunks of the... They're just doing the begatting to... Right, but, like, less than... Like, there's less here. They're going probably down to, um... The ones that matter. To David, is what I'm guessing. Right, but they're making it more, like, streamlined and more, you know, cut and dry. Yeah. They're leaving out lots of story, too. Right, yeah. The descendants of Cush were Seba, Hivala, Sabta, Rama, and Sabtika. The descendants of Rama were Sheba and Dedan. Cush was also the ancestor of Nimrod. Oh boy, the Nimrod made a reappearance. Hell yeah. Who was the first heroic warrior on Earth? Yeah, he was. Fucking Nimrod. Nimrod. Nimrod's awesome. Such a fucking Nimrod. Yeah, if you guys didn't see it, we did like a whole special on Nimrod at some we point. We did. He's husband's um, hero. He, I mean, early on, like Nimrod yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Like you, as far as the Bible goes. You love you some good, Nimrod. I mean, Nimrod's awesome. Yep, yep. Mizraim was the ancestor of the Luddites, Anamites, Lehebites, Leabites. Yeah. Nephtuhites, Pathrasites, <laughs> Kasluhites. Fuck I'm you. laughing because we have to do this again. <laughs> I know. And the Kaphtarites, from whom the Philistines came. Okay. Canaan's oldest son was Sidon, yeah. the ancestor of the Sidonians. Okay. Canaan was also the ancestor of the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Girgashites, Hivites, Archites, Sinites, Arvidites, oh, Zemorites, and Hamathites. Yeah, those guys. Menentites, know. Amorites. Right, I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The descendants of Shem were Elam, Azur, Arphasad, Lud, and Aram. The descendants of Aram were Uz. Hul, Gether, and Mash. Okay. Arphasad was the father of Shelah. Shelah was the father of Eber. Eber had two sons. He had two. Two sons. Two sons. I'm just, like, 
they've just been listing names, and then just two sons. Two sons. But like out of nowhere, it's like it's gonna we're gonna throw in some extra words there. The first was named Peleg, which means division. Ah, for during Peleg. Peleg. Love Peleg. For during his lifetime, the people of the world were divided into different language groups. Oh, that's when the Tower the ba- Tower Babel. of Babel came yep. down, yeah. Nimrod had something to do with that. He did. He was, like, involved in that whole thing. Yep, he was there. So that was, yeah. So you guys should look into that, because mm-hmm, Nimrod, mm-hmm. you know. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan was the ancestor of Almadad, Shelef, Hazarmaveth, Jira. Hadorum, Uzel, Dikla, <laughs> yeah, he was, Obel, Abimel, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. Okay. And these were the descendants, descendants of Joktan. Okay. Okay. Jok, yeah. So this is the family line descended from Shem, yeah. Arphasad, Sheila, Eber, Peleg, Riu, Surug, Nahor, Terah, Abram, Later known as Abraham. Okay. That's an important one there. That's a good one to yeah. know, guys. Yep, that's an important the sons one. sons of Abraham were Isaac and Ishmael. Yeah. These are their genealogical records. The sons of Ishmael were Nebaioth, the oldest, Kedar, Abdeel, no, Ad, yeah, Adbeel, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tima, Jeter, Nafish and Kadima. Okay. These were the sons of Ishmael. All right. Okay. Yeah. Did you get all that? I mean, I did get it all. Writing it down? Fuck no. Taking notes? No. Locking it in? No. Okay. I mean, I. it's just it's kind of pointless, you know? We got lots of books for that. I'm not saying like, okay, if you were like a uber scholar of the Bible, maybe this would make some sort of like meaning to you as to, mm-hmm. but like the... You have to be digging in real fucking deep for this to, like, hit home for anything. Anything. So. Yeah. I am not even a vague scholar, much less an uber scholar. Well, I I take exception to that. We are actually researching bits of the Bible, and we are trying to find things out about it. Vague scholars, then? Sure. Okay. That works for me. Scholar as in student, not scholar as in scholarly. I mean, we did start off just making fun of the Bible, Mm -hmm. kind of, and then... No, a lot. A lot. And we still do, oh, but yeah. I mean, but we do dig into it to try to find out more about it. Because we're, we're like, curious. Cause we're curious, yeah. Yeah, we can't help but like be like, what? But when they're just listing names, it's fucking boring as shit. Mascara, light bulb, scarf, paper. But as we said early ink. on in this podcast, the point of this is to read everything so that we don't miss anything. Microphone. Microphone. Typewriter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. The sons of Keturah, Abraham's concubine, as you know, that's have important. concubines, yep, yep. were Zimran, Jokshan, Medan, Median, Ik, Ik, oh, let me try that again, Ishbak, and Shua. The sons of Do- Jok, I am so sorry, y'all, I can't <laughs> with these names. It's, look, if it was like just one or two, I would try really hard to get them right. Yeah. But it's not. Right. It's a bunch of just, It's just fucking listed names. Yeah. Yeah. And really hard to pronounce names at that. It, well, again, it wouldn't be hard to pronounce if it was like in our 
everyday vernacular right. in America. No, right? but they're like, not names that are in our wheelhouse. They're That's just all. not. They're not in our wheelhouse. And moreover, there's a ton of them. And moreover, we have zero emotional attachment to any of right, them. Right, right. So, because even insofar as reading the Bible, they don't really mean jack shit. They just don't. So not to me. Not yeah, me either. And probably not to anybody listening. Right. I mean, quite honestly, I can't tell you where Peleg mattered at any other point other than when they were listing names. Yeah, it's so, true. It's you know? true. I mean, we really liked his name. Obviously, yeah, Peleg was obviously. great. Obviously, yeah. Honestly, Nimrod doesn't mean shit otherwise. No, it's true. Not really. It's true. The sons of Jokshan were Sheba and Dedan. The sons of Midian were Epha, Epher, Hanak, Abdeba, no, Abida. Right? Yeah, Abida. You guys, okay, I have to admit something. Um, you know how, like, I keep telling you over and over that I am dyslexic? <laughs> like... You keep laughing, but I'm being I'm I'm being no, serious it's absolutely, here. You, like the letters definitely are the letters D and B. Yeah, like the lowercase letters D and B. I legit have to um, see the word dog and boy in my head to remember which way which direction those gotcha. letters go. Like I am in my mid to late forties, right? And I still cannot remember offhand, like on immediate thought, which way the dmb go and i am a writer right so right. when i just like i can write the words correctly but when i'm reading them right i doesn't interpret through your brain it, correctly it doesn't like i cannot process and so i have to like say wait that's the b and then the d sure. so abita not adiba right and it's easy enough when you're reading words that you recognize as a word yes that i've memorized basically names trip you up they do they do so like, every time I say I'm dyslexic and I laugh, I just, I, I want you to understand I'm laughing at myself, but it is a, it it is a thing that exists that people have that I have and it, right, it right. is a hardship, but yeah. not like a, you know, like chop off my wrist hardship no, or anything like that. honestly, wife is one of the best readers I know, so. Well, that is just sad because I have butchered this all to fuck. I don't so. know a lot of readers though. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't hire me, that's for sure. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's a long-winded, sorry I'm fucking this all up, and that one in particular. Yeah, but right. The D's and the B's, they trip me, man. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if I've ever actually told you that before, no, you husband. No, you have. The D and the B, I've oh, told no, you? Oh, no, not the D and the B. Yeah. I don't think I've, I've... I've told you that I mix up my letters and that I have a hard time, like, that I am dyslexic, and I make, right, you hear right. me mix up words all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But to... To specifically tell you that I do get some of my letters that I can't tell them apart when right, I'm reading right. them. Like, yeah, you all learned that at the same time I did. <laughs> I mean, other than the publishing time it took to get this out. But, yeah, you know, other yeah, than that, yeah. you all learned that at the same time I did. So, um, anyway, the sons of Midian were all of those people that I can't pronounce and yeah. Elda. Okay. All these were the descendants of Abraham through his concubine Keturah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Yes, he was. And he almost killed him. He did. I almost killed him. <laughs> The sons that of, part I knew. The sons of Isaac were Esau and Israel. Esau wrestled that guy in the desert. He sure as fuck did. Yeah. Yeah. Did he? That, that, yeah. Did he? He did. He did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, Esau and Israel. Okay. All right. I'm yeah. going to believe you on it was Israel was Jacob early oh, on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Jacob, you remember they fought over their birthright and all that? With, yes, okay. yes. Okay. And then Esau was chasing, like he was um, going to go somewhere and he was meeting his brother in the desert and he was afraid he was going to fight him but he was like whatever i deserve whatever something 
and then and then the night before he met him, he wrestled that person. God, I thought it maybe. was. I thought it was Israel. No, no, oh. it was Esau. I thought it was Jacob. No, it was Israel, or it was Esau. Oh man. Yeah, it was had, definitely Esau. I had those backwards then. Mm, I see, can't. dyslexic on them. <laughs> no, no, that's just <laughs> shitty memory and not like nailing stories down. Right, right. The sons of Esau were Eliphaz, Rul, Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. The descendants of Eliphaz were Taman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, Kenaz, and Amalek, who was born to Timnah. Amalek, huh? Amalek, you know, the Amalekites. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And also, um, Korah was that... The one that had the Korah's rebellion, yep. the rebellion, I wonder? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. The descendants of Rule were Nahath, Zerah, Shema, and Mizah. The descendants of Seir were Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anah, Deshan, Ezer, and Deshan again. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The other guy was Deshan. This guy is Deshan. Got it. The descendants of Lotan were Horai and Hamam. Lotan's sister was named Timna. Yeah. That one his girl. His sister was. That one girl. I mean, right? Like, they just name girls occasionally out of nowhere. Yeah. For, like, no apparent reason because yeah. they're just like, guy, 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 guy. Oh, and then there was and this then, one oh, girl. Oh, yeah, there's a girl. Oh, and also there's a concubine over there. Yeah, yeah. But for don't, some, don't worry, reason. though. Don't worry. She's right? not important. Yeah. She's just a girl. Not really. The descendants of Shobal were Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. <laughs> just kidding. Alvin, Manehath. Ebal, Shefo, and Onam. Okay. But I can't hear the word Alvin without thinking of right, Simon Alvin and, and the Theodore. Yeah. yeah. The descendants of Zibion were Aya and Anna. The son of Anna was Deshan. The descendants of Deshan were Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Kiran. Okay. This is, this is so dull, you guys. I'm so sorry. It's just... It is. It is. This whole chapter is We're trying be, to liven it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm just but, letting you know. But, you know, there's know. only so much that can be done. Yeah. I, so... I can only do so much. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, and we're... We have... We're reading the Bible, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. What do you want from me, fucks? <laughs> the descendants of Ezer were Bilin, Zavon, and Akon. The descendants of Dishan were Uz and Aran. Uz, huh? Uz. That's an unfortunate, unfortunate name there. Uz. It could be uh, Uz. Uz. Okay. Uz. Either way, it's still Uz. kind of an unfortunate Uz. name. Uz. These are the kings who ruled in the land of Edom, you know, the Edomites, mm-hmm. before any king ruled over the Israelites. Okay. Bela, son of Beor, who ruled from his city of Dinabah. Yeah. Dinabah. Dinabah. Dinabah? Oh, I'm thinking of Agrabah. Dinabah, Agrabah. Okay. Um, you know, the land that um, Aladdin was from? Oh, yeah, Agrabah. that was... No, I didn't know. Yeah. Sorry. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah from Basra, became king in his place. Okay. When Jobab died, Husham from the land of the Temanites became king in his place. Yeah, great. When Husham died, Hadad, son of Bedad, became I feel like king. Hadad fought the Israelites at some point because I remember that name. Mm-hmm. Probably. Or something happened. I, I can't remember exactly which thing it Probably. was. But something. I believe you. Yeah. I have no memory of it, but that's not saying anything right, at all right. whatsoever. When Husham died, Hadad, son of Bedad, become, become, became king in his place and ruled from the city of Avith. Okay. He was the one who destroyed the Midianite army in the land of Moab. Ah. ah. There we go. Huh? There we I go. I knew I knew it, guy. Yep, yep. 
You, he's kind of, he's kind of famous. He's kind of famous. He's kind of famous. <laughs> when Hadad died, Samla from the city of Masrika became king in his place. When Samla died, Shaul from the city of Rohabath on the river became king in his place. Okay. When Shaul died, Baal Hanan, son of Akbor, became king in his place. Okay. When Baal Hanan died, Hadad became king in his place. Wait, and another ruled... Hadad? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hmm. Han... Yeah. Became king in his place and ruled from the city of Pau. Okay. His wife was Mehetabal, the daughter of Matrid and granddaughter of Mizabab. Yeah. Then Hadad died. I mean, that happens to that people. That does happen. That ha- lived thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yep. Mm-hmm. The clan leaders of Edom were Timna, Alva, Jezeth. Aholabama, Aholibama. <laughs> well, I remember them. I remember, I remember them. them. Yeah, Ela, Pinon, Kanez, Timon, Mibzar, the Magdil, and Aram. These are the clan leaders of Edom. The end. Okay, all right. Like that was some of the most pointless shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, since early on when we read the other pointless shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, that could describe the whole Bible, right? I'm rather like, dismayed. Like, that's some of the most pointless shit into the, since that other pointless shit I read. Exactly. Yeah, that's description of Bible. Yeah. I'm kind of dismayed, though. Uh, like, is all of Chronicles going to be like this? I really... I, you know, I, we thought that about other sections, and we they ended up with some Story stories lines. throughout it sometimes. True. So, like, True. I'm holding out that we're not going to be... We're just be catching up? ...completely disappointed. We're just doing a like, recap I, I, and catch up. I have no doubt that there's going to be a lot of boring shit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to, like, just really stretch our funny bones here to make this work <laughs> somehow. my funny bone. <laughs> I got to go find my funny bone. Right, yeah. But uh, I, I'm holding out that there's going to be some story in here. And, and more than just listing fucking names off. Oh, I hope so. Because they're getting through it pretty quick. Like, yeah. I mean, we're already up to, like, the Moses times and mm-hmm. maybe even further on some of it, you know? Yeah, true. So, I mean, like... I'm holding out hope that maybe they just bust through this and we get something better. I hope you're right. I hope I'm right, too. But either way, you know, you guys are in it with us, so I'm sorry about your luck, but we're doing this. Yeah, I'm sorry that this one was lackluster, but I can only (laughs) do so much. I mean, you did learn some things about me and... Yeah, you know. yeah. No, we'll we'll try to, you know, sprinkle it in with, you know, humor. Yeah. As always. As always. But uh, we can only do so much with the list of fucking names, you know? I know. It's true. So... What you going to do? If you... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all I got. We're, I mean, <laughs> names suck, Names guys. suck. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for hanging in with us on the first chapter of Chronicles. Yep. Of First Chronicles. <laughs> first Chronicles. First chapter of First Chronicles. Yes. And tomorrow we will be back with... First Chronicles chapter two. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened or didn't happen yesterday oh i mean they listed off pretty much every name so far in the bible more or less and uh i mean the the good part is that they made it through the in that one chapter or that one uh yeah chapter chapter, they made it through pretty much all the time so far so i'm hoping that we're not far from something more substantial I love your enthusiasm. I, I mean, I'm working on it here. I'm just giving it my best here. I love Giving you. it my all. I love you. So, uh, you're, yeah. You're cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love you. Yeah, so that was uh, First Chronicles Chapter 1. 
Correct. And today we're getting into... First Chronicles Chapter 2. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, are you ready for uh, First Chronicles Chapter 2? I'm ready! Let's go! Yeah! I'm I'm psyched about I'm this. ready. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the sons of Israel were Oh, more lists. Huh? <laughs> more lists. More lists. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> like I said in the beginning, I love your enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Reuben, Simon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulon, Dan, Joseph, Benjamin, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. I mean, at least Dan's in there. Dan's in there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We gotta take our wins where we can get them. You know? <laughs> They're gonna be far and few during these chapters. Few and far. That's what I said. Between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Judah, Judah had three sons from Bathsheba, a Canaanite woman. Their names were Ur, Onan, and Shelah. But the Lord saw that the oldest son, Ur, was a wicked man, so he killed him. Yeah, I remember that Ur died. Because murder is like, okay. Like, right away. Yep. Later, Judah had twin sons from Tamar, his widowed daughter-in-law. Their names were Perez and Zerah. So Judah had five sons in all. It's funny to me that we are back talking about, essentially, the tribes of Israel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And... So we're we're recovering on a grandiose scale all these things that have since we originally did this have been metered down to a um, spe- more specific you know historical context. Right, and now we're just and now we're right back to the fucking just all like over. yep. Here's the tribes, and yep. we're still pretending like they're they're people. Mm. So mm, I'm so excited. Yeah, you just can't hide it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> the sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamul. The sons of Zerah were Zimri, Ethan, Heman, Calgol, and Darda. Five in all. Yeah. The son of Carmi, a descendant of Zimri, was Achan, who brought disaster on Israel by taking plunder that had been set apart for the Lord. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. that. That was back with... Uh, um, Aiken Bacon. He was those to like the um, when they took over when the walls of Jericho fell and yeah and all that yeah. yeah yeah that was a bad day that was a bad day. The son of Ethan was Azariah. The sons of Hezron were Jeremiel, Ram, and Caleb. Oh, I gotta stop you for a second. Okay. I was wrong yesterday. Oh, you were. I forgot to cover that in the intro. Yeah, you were wrong. Yeah. So, Jacob was the one that wrestled the guy in the desert. Yeah. Not Esau. No, I know. You were right. I was wrong. You are good to point that out, but I knew that. Well, yeah. You didn't... Yeah. I mean... You thought you knew it at the time. Yeah. Then you thought I knew it, but then then we found out that I didn't know it, and you did. Yeah. And now I know it again. Now we know it again. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Ram was the father of Aminadab. Aminadab was the father of Nashon, a leader of Judah. Okay. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon, huh? Or Salmon. Hmm. Salmon was the father of Boaz. Boaz was the father of Obed. Obed was the father of Jesse. Mm-hmm. Jesse's first son was Eliab. His second was Abinadab. Are you just trying to add some, like, flair to this or something? Shemaiah. His fourth was Nathanael. 
His Nathaniel, fifth. not Nathaniel. Correct. Nathaniel. His fifth was Red Eye, his sixth was Ozem, and his seventh was David. David. I wonder if that's the David David. Their sisters were named Zariah and Abigail. Zariah had three sons named Abishai, Joab, and Asahel. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm glad here. you're having fun with this. I'm, yeah. I'm bored. It sucks so much. I hate it, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Abigail married a man named Jether and Ishmaelite. They had a son named Amasa. Okay. Hezron's son Caleb had sons from his wife Azuba and from Jeriath. Her sons were named Jishur, Joshobab, and Arden. Yeah, those guys, you know. After Azuba died, Caleb married Ephrathah, and they had a son named her. Like A son named her, huh? You know, here. It's like a man named Sue. No, this is H-U-R. Oh, it was, I got it, I got okay. it. Hur was the father of Uri. Uri, Uri, your nose, your lips, your face, Uri. Yeah, that. Was the father of Bezalel. <laughs> when Hezron was 60 years old, he married Gilead's sister, the daughter of Makir. Just all of a sudden we need to know somebody 60 year old. 60, is 60, Jesus, I'm having trouble saying that. Is 60 years old uh -huh. when they marry somebody. Yeah. Just because we just needed a list before, but now You're a fucking we need to know boomer. his age. <laughs> Are you right? Huh? A boomer. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're saying. Sixty year old? Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't think that has to do with the age so much no. as like the, the generation. Generation, I know. Yeah. But right now, as we live today, if you're sixty, you're a fucking boomer. If so. you can't use the internet and your phone, you're a fucking boomer. Oh, my God. If you can't <laughs> tell the difference between an app and a website, you're a boomer. Right, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's coming from me, a dum-dum. So, I there mean, you go. You know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a boomer, but sometimes I have boomer-like tendencies. But you know what the difference between me and a boomer is besides generation? You have me for a husband? I'm aware <laughs> of it, and I admit my fucking flaws. There you go. Boomers can't. There you go. They're incapable. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, Gilead's sister, the daughter of Makir, they had a son named Segub. Segub? Segub was the father of Jer, who ruled 23 towns in the land of Gilead. Ready? We're yeah, I'm do ready. Some parentheses I'm ready. voice. Parentheses voice, huh? But Gesher and Aram captured the towns of Jair and also took Kenneth and its sixty surrounding villages. Ooh. End okay. parentheses. Like, because all of a sudden we care about this one person. <laughs> okay, but but we're listing off all these other people that mm -hmm. we maybe are supposed to care about. I guess. I don't know. I I will tell you right now, none of this is sticking. Like, I'm just getting through it, and it's going in one ear and out the other. Like, I could not tell you what I just said. Right. No, except I'm, for I'm with you. Voice. I'm with you. Okay. We're like literally reading this to read this. Yeah. I'm, so. I'm just letting everybody know, like, I am not even a little bit, like, to say I'm not retaining it is a is positive. It is more than. Right. Right. Like, it's not even going in to be unretained. Yeah. Okay. I'm about to get these bubbles out over here and just start blowing bubbles while you're reading because it's fucking boring. Don't blow bubbles. No? Please. Okay. They get on everything. I mean, please I just thought I'd make, you know, for... Please don't blow bubbles. No blowing bubbles? No blowing while bubbles. While we're doing our podcast? No, those are an outside toy. Aww. Bubbles are for outside. Damn it. 
because otherwise they'll get on your screen, they'll get on my phone, they'll get on my dream. I was gonna blow the them mic. at you. Okay, don't blow <laughs> bubbles. Bubbles are an outside toy. All right. All these were descendants of Makir, the father of Gilead. Soon after Hezron died in the town of Caleb Ephraim, his wife Abijah gave birth to a son named Ashur, the father of Tekoa. Are you Ashur? The sons of Jeremiel, the oldest son of Hezron, were Ram, the firstborn, Buna, Oren, Ozem, and Ahiah. Jeremiel had a second wife named Atara. She was the mother of Onam. The sons of Ram, the oldest son of Jeremiel, were Maz, Jamin, and Eker. The sons of Onam were Shammai and Jada. The sons of Shammai were Nadab and Abishur. The sons of Abishur and his wife Abihel were Ab <laughs> Abhan and Molid. Okay. Oh, I gotta pet the cat here real yeah, quick. Yeah, take a break. Take a break. Take okay. a break. Yeah. Okay. The sons of Nadab were Seled and Apim. Seled died without children. Womp womp. Oh, sad. But Apim had a son named Ishi. Ishi, huh? Ishi. Okay. Okay. I got nothing. Just. I, I mean, I'm just. Yeah. Ishi. I'm. I'm. <laughs> like I can't. I feel like I gave all my energy. To the earlier episodes where we mm -hmm. did names, because I was we like, we already did this, and we uh, thought we were I was getting like, through it. I was psyching myself up. I'm like, we're getting through this. We're gonna do this. We're reading the fucking and Bible. I want to make fun of a lot of these names because that's fun. And here I'm just like listening to them again, and I'm like, I, I, I don't got anything. It. I'm I done. Did it. I already I'm, did this that. Is, this is a. Uh, this Rep is boring. It's repetitive. It's it wasn't fucking even, repetitive. It wasn't even fun the first time. It's, it's, yeah, it was boring and fucking stupid the first time, and now we're repeating the same boring and stupid again. Okay, but again. remember what we said in the first place. Our main goal is we are just checking the box. We're just oh, reading this to get through it and yeah. bringing anybody along who's interested. That's right. Okay? That's right. So when I get done And you never with this know shit, when we'll just, like, drop a little nugget about something funny. Because that's what we do. We make you wait until the very end of an episode before we just say something really funny so that we have to listen to these boring-ass episodes. So anyways, as I was <laughs> saying, um, when I'm done with these names, then you can say, I read that shit. Yeah, you read it. Yeah. Because listening counts. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Don't get me started on people <laughs> who claim that an audio is not does not count as reading. Right, right. You ableist fucks. Yeah, it counts. The son of Ishi was Shishan. Ishi was Shishan? Shishan had a descendant named Ali. The sons of Jada, Shammai's brother, were Jether and Jonathan. Jether died without children, but Jonathan had two sons named Peleth and Zaza. Good on Jonathan, I guess. These were all descendants of Jeremiel. Doo-dah, doo-dah. Shishan had no sons, though he did have daughters. Oh, man. He also yeah, had those daughters. They don't really count, you know, those daughters mm. back he, then. He also had an Egyptian servant named Jara. Anyways. Well, why do we care about that? I don't, but right? yeah, like, I don't know. Literally, you just mentioned a servant? Even the servant was better than the daughters. Cool. Right, right. That's yeah, they named it. the servant. They didn't yeah. name the daughters. No, no. Shishan gave one of his piece of shit daughters to be the wife of Jara, and they had a son named Atai. Phew, thank goodness. Mm, okay. Atai was the father of Nathan. Nathan was the father of Zabad. Zabad was the father of Eflal. 
Ephlal was the father of Obed. Obed was the father of Jehu. Jehu was the father of Azariah. Azariah was the father of Helez. Helez was the father of Elisa. Elisa was the father of Sismai. Sismai was the father of Shalem. Shalem was the father of Jechemiah. Jechemiah was the father of Elishma. The descendants of Caleb, the brother of Jeremiel, included Mesha, the firstborn, who became the father of Zeph. Zeph. Good old Zeph. Caleb's descendants also included the sons of Mersha, the father of Hebron. The sons of Hebron were Korah, Tapua, Recham, and Shema. Shema. So there's Korah again, so maybe that last Korah that I said in the last episode was not the same Korah that I was thinking that it might be. I can't be bothered. But Korah. I can't be bothered. Whatever. Shema was the father of Raham. Raham was the father of Jorkiam. Recham was the father of Shammai. The son of Shammai was Maon. Maon was the father of Bethzer. Caleb's concubine, Ephah, gave birth to Haran, Moza, and Gezez. Haran was the father of Gezez. The sons of Jedi were Rejam, Jotham, Gatham, Pelin, Ephah, and Shaph. I feel like, okay, so we're in Chronicles, right? Mm -hmm, And this mm -hmm. is like as boring as the the begatting in the early parts of the Bible, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But no one ever mentions this bit. You always hear about the begattings early on. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's because no one ever makes it this far in the Bible because it's fucking shit. So that means we're awesome. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. High five, motherfucker. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. 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 Another of Caleb's concubines, Makah, gave birth to Sheberin Turhana. She also gave birth to Shaf, the father of Madmena. Madmena, huh? And Shiva, the father of Mechbina and Gibeah. Okay. Caleb also had a daughter named Axa. These were all descendants of Caleb. Okay. Descendants of Caleb's son Hur, the sons of Hur, the oldest sons of Caleb's wife, Ephrathah, were Shobal, the founder of Kariath Jerem. So close. We're almost so there. So close. So close. We're almost there. Salma, the founder of Bethlehem, and Hareth, the founder of Beth Gator. The descendants of Shobal, the founder of Kariath Jerem, were Haroah. Half the Menahathites and the families of Kariath Jerem, the Ithrites, Puthites, Shumathites, and Mishraites, from whom came the people of Zorah and Eshtel. Okay. The descendants of Salma were the people of Bethlehem, the Nedophathites, Atroph Beth Joab, the other half of the Menahathites the Zorites, and the families of scribes living at Jabez, the Terathites, Shemithites, and Succothites. Okay. Succothites. Last sentence. Ready? I remember ready? those guys. Here we go. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready for a last sentence any day. All these were Kenites who descended from Hemath, the father of the family of Rechab. The fucking end. Great. Oh, Great. I got nothing to say. Great. Nothing. 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 Not I got at all. nothing to say. You don't want to throw in a couple extra names just for the hell of it? Mascara. Okay, that's it. We'll just end the mascara. <laughs> all right, guys. That was Second King. Or no, Jesus. Uh, First Chronicles, uh, Chapter 2. Lamp. And then, uh, you know, toy. Um, tomorrow we'll be back with... Uh, Fire truck. First Chronicles, Chapter 3. Yeah, that. Microphone. Baseball. Husband! Wife! 
Do you remember what happened? There was some names. Yesterday. Again. Nothing happened yesterday. Nothing fucking happened. It was just all names. It was all fucking names. Yeah. It was um, the the sons of Israel. Yeah. I I mean, this is this is the bit where we just you know plow through. Yes. You the know, plowing of the and, Bible. And uh, we just deal with it, and we talk about some other shit occasionally because mm-hmm. <clears throat> this shit is boring. Like the fact that it's pumpkin spice everything Hell season. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care. I do. Well, that's good. I'm glad you care. Yeah, I love me some pumpkin spice. Mmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I got nothing. Right, yeah, okay. Yep. All right, so uh, that was, yesterday was second, no, Jesus, I keep doing that. Uh, yesterday was First Chronicles chapter, chapter two, 2, and today we are going to be reading First Chronicles chapter 3. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, First Chronicles chapter 3. Okay. These are the sons of David who were born in Hebron. Are they? Yeah, They're but... the sons of David. Since this is about to be more names and boring, I have to tell you something. Do you? Yeah. So, you know how I made you eat one of those um, pumpkin cream pies from McDonald's? <laughs> yes. And they were delicious? Yes. So, this morning, I was going through the drive-thru on my way to where I was going, and that fucking McDonald's was out of pumpkin cream oh, pies. Oh, what a bunch of bastards. That was bullshit. That is bullshit. When all you want is your little 99 cent right? pie? yeah. Mmm. Mm. Assholes. Okay. Uh, just a segue right into this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to throw this out there. Anybody who hasn't subscribed, I don't know how it segues, but you know. It I'm doesn't. Just saying. It, it doesn't. doesn't. Seg- no, it doesn't segue. No. But I'm, I'm still going to do it. Okay. So um, anybody who hasn't subscribed to our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. Go do it right now. I've got like five more subscribers and I hit 100. I want to see that like three-digit thing hit. 100? I want, I want 100. 100 subscribers? Which isn't much. we got a lot more people that listen to our podcast than that. Mm-hmm. So I know you guys are out there. Yeah. And I know you can do it for me. So I yeah. just need five people to go subscribe to our damn YouTube channel. Just go do it. Just do it. Okay. Come on. And then eat a pie. Yeah. I mean, you got to do something while you're listening to a bunch of names. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like this is going to, you know... It's not like it's, it's, it's going to be kind of boring. So, like, while you're being bored by us, just go subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. All right, you ready to read some fucking names? The oldest was Amnon, whose mother was Ahinoam from Jezreel. The second was Daniel, whose mother was Abigail from Carmel. The third was Absalom, whose mm. mother was Makah, the daughter of Talmai, king Absalom. of Gesher. I remember all these. Yeah, well, I mean, but especially I remember Absalom. Right. So, yeah. The fourth was Adoniah, whose mother was Haggith. Mm-hmm. The fifth was Shephatiah, whose mother was Abital. Do you remember that one? No, but... Well, see, you don't remember all of them. Abital sounds like headache medicine. <laughs> the sixtha. The sixth, sixth. 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 That's right. I had trouble saying... What was it I had trouble saying yesterday? Like a sixty. It was something to do with six that I had some trouble saying the other day. I don't know what um, you're talking I don't, about. I don't remember. I had trouble with it, though. I don't know I'd have to go back and listen about, to the podcast again. But I believe again. you. You should believe me. I'm very <laughs> truthful and honest. Especially when you're like, I sucked at a thing. Yeah. Yes, yes, you did. I tell people all the time I suck at things. I suck at everything. The sixth... Did I say it right? Sixth. sixth. I mean, you, you put way too much emphasis on the... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Sixth. 
I'm trying really hard. I can tell. I can tell. Was Ithream, whose mother was Egla. Egla. Eglantine, Eglantine, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. David's wife. Oh, that reminds me. Does it remind you? It does. Um, because I was singing a line from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Okay. And what, just now? Just now. Okay. Um, Dr. Brown, Dr. Cornelius Brown um, is singing that about the wonderful, the inimitable um, Angela Lansbury. Oh, and that leads and right into... She died today. Yeah. And well, just... yesterday when they're listening to this. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. But, but, yeah. Yeah, that's just heartbreaking. No, I and I that's truthful. My wife loves Angela Lansbury. I mean... And I'm not saying anything bad against her. I think Angela no. Lansbury is great, but my wife really loves Angela Lansbury. Well, I grew up watching uh, Murder, She Wrote with my mom. Right, right. And it's just a thing. Like, yeah. I... I have these specific good memories with my mom, and that is one of them. Right. And Did you talk to your mom about it today? My mom is the one who told me. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And my mom was like, I'm heartbroken. And yeah. like, I, I could do nothing but look up pictures of Angela Lansbury through the years. Right. Because she's just been in so many things. She really has. Over the, over the time, you know? Yeah. So... Today is perfect season to go watch Bedknobs and Broomsticks in there honor of... There you go. Go of, do it. Yeah, go watch Angel Bed Nobs and Bro- I mean, especially if you got kids, you know. Yeah, I don't care if you have Even kids Even if you or don't, not. just fucking watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie, you right. have to admit. I mean, it, it's good. I, it's been a while, but yeah, it's it's good. It's a good movie. It's great. I'm not saying anything bad about it. It's good. I yeah. really love it. Okay, these six sons were born to David and Hebron, where he reigned seven and a half years. Then David reigned another 33 years in Jerusalem. The sons born to David in Jerusalem included Shemua, Shobab, Nathan, and Solomon. Oh, Shamua reminds me that um, the my best friend's little one that I babysit, mm-hmm. he he calls my best friend's mom. Um, he, it's supposed to be Mamma, but he calls her Mamu. Mamu. Because he's about to turn two, so <laughs> his words are still fun. Right, yeah. He, no, you Mamu, know what? You never really Mamu. know. You never really know where that fun time ends because you're, mm-hmm. they still say a few cute things and then just mm-hmm. eventually it's nothing. Yeah, so... And then it just disappears. So, so enjoy you, it while you have those fun words. Write those fun words down. Right? Yeah, no, that's the... I wish we had done... Like, I forgot some of the things that and, our child said when they were younger. And so. then we look at, like, old pictures and right. little things that they wrote. And we're like, <laughs> remember that? That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mamu. He called her that. <laughs> oh, um, yesterday was that federal holiday, which needs to be renamed. Right. Um, it's yeah. Columbus Day, but it needs to be renamed. I think it's National Indigenous Day now or something. Like, that's it, what we choose to celebrate at the very least. Yeah, that's what it should be called. Right, but, right. And that's what a lot of indigenous, states call Sorry, it. National Indigenous People Day. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I believe that's close to at least what they what we call it. So, um, my best friend got to stay home with her baby yesterday. Speaking and, of which. Wait, no. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm already sorry. doing yeah, a yeah, speaking yeah. of which. My bad, my you bad. You speak of which in I, I apologize. I apologize. And so, that's why he normally... Um, her mom would come over to babysit while she went to work, but she had the day off because it was a federal holiday. So yeah. she spent the day at home with her baby, and he was like, oh, bad Because, <laughs> you know, he's normal, normally right. used yeah, to yeah. mamaw coming over on yeah. Mondays. She didn't make a, an appearance that day. She didn't. Yeah, and he was like, what the fuck, man? Moms are great, but right. where's, where's my mamaw? Mamu. <laughs> <laughs> but then I came by, can, and we did some writing together, and he he... He has cute little nicknames for me, and yeah. and and he's at the age of, of up up 
and you have to pick him <laughs> up, and then he gives you hugs and snuggles. I love that age. Yeah, two is fun. It is. It's a it's a really sweet and people age. get it's got a bad rap because people say terrible twos, but it's really not, it's, it's not like, terrible twos. It's like the fearsome fours. Really, is the worst one. No or threes. The, the, the yeah, threes the, are the what worst. What did we call we, we nicknamed the threes? I can't remember what we nicknamed them, but it was something. We try to pretend that the threes didn't exist. Oh yeah, this, it was probably just a blacked out period in my existence. It is three is horrible. You yeah. can't go anywhere it's with fucking them. Fucking bad. It's bad. Yeah. And we had a good in. We did. We did. But yeah, but you, three is bad. Three is bad. Yeah. Two is adorable. They do nothing but hugs and snuggles. When they get to five, they can start bringing you shit from the fridge, and that's great. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's yeah. that's gold. That's the that's the golden age because you're like, what a good helper, <laughs> and like, oh thank you, oh that's so sweet. You want to go help mommy? Right. Yeah. And, and like, really, what you're saying is, be my cheerful um servant and right. go get these things for me and they do and it's a win-win everybody's right. happy they're learning how to get things and mm-hmm. you get something yeah yeah it's yeah. great it's I good mean, stuff i would never send my child to go get me a beer oh, fuck no just so that we're being right. clear here yeah like it's more like not even to this day and our no. child is almost 18 so. yeah no i would never like no that's not the slavery i right i endorse it's yeah. more like uh, not oh shit! Not that I endorse any slavery. Jesus Christ! Oh my God. Wow! No, that sounded horrible. And like, <laughs> I just don't want anybody to get the wrong impression. No, I think I think if if they listen to us <laughs> enough, they know that we do not endorse slavery. Okay, good. But um, you know that was a poor choice of wor- poor choice of words. It there. really was. It really was. So, you know. And apologies. I'm, yeah, I'm still reworking horrible language, and I should never have said that ever. Well, yeah. Cool. Okay, so anyway, uh, you had a speaking of which. Right, um, what? Yes. Oh, I don't even remember now. Oh, okay. Just say some fucking names and let's get some names off. I know. I'm trying yeah. so hard to avoid this. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. We're going to get through this. Their mother was Bathsheba, the daughter of Emil. David also had nine other sons. Ebhar, Elishua, Elpelet, Noga, Nefeg, Jephiah, Elishahma, Eliada, and Eliphalet. I like how sometimes they just throw in, and he had other sons or other people or yeah. whatever, and they're like, and here they are, and they'll never be mentioned again. Right. So these were the sons of David, not including his sons born to his concubines. Oh, and their wait, sis- does this say that? Yeah. Oh. These were the sons of David, not including his sons born to his concubines. But some concubines earlier were. It just depends. Okay. I don't and, understand and why, here's the but throw okay. away, Brittany. Yeah. Their sister was named Tamar. Anyways, oh. moving on. <laughs> got, got it. Yeah. Their sister, like, you, this is the bullshit part, right? Yeah. So, like, there's like 19 million fucking boys and uh-huh. one fucking girl. Yeah. That didn't. That's not real. That's not what. Unless happened. Unless they fucking killed the the ba- the babies on the way out. Well, that or. Something happened to Tamar, and she was relevant to the story, and that's the only reason we say her name. Otherwise, even she wouldn't get a mention. Yeah, yeah. The descendants of Solomon were Rehoboam. Oh, look, we're starting to get up into names. We're getting stuff that we had stories about, yeah. Abijah, Asa, Jehoshaphat, Jehoram, Ahaziah, Joash, Amaziah, Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, Hezekiah, Manasseh, Ammon, and Josiah. Okay. The sons of Josiah were Johanan, the oldest, Joachim, the second, Zedekiah, the third, and Jehoaz, the fourth. The successors of Joachim were his son, Joachim, 
and his brother Zedekiah. The sons of Joaquin, who was taken prisoner by the Babylonians, as you will recall. Yeah, right. Were Shealtiel, I don't know, Malkiram, Padiah, Shenazar, Jechemiah, Hashama, and Nedabiah. Can, can I interrupt you for just a second? Please. Okay. Please, God, so, please. Um, the, this is just a new feature that we have available, and you guys probably have noticed that we have ads. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to interject some different things here because, you know, this is really fucking boring just to right, cut right, it up right. a little bit. Right, right, right. Ads. Go on. Yeah. Tell me about so ads. So anyway, ads. We have ads. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you actually go into our show notes on any of our shows, there is a link to um, Acast Plus, which um, allows oh, yeah. you to skip all of those ads. Now, it won't skip the Patreon ad because that's an internal ad for us for our podcast. But the rest of the ads, it will skip. And we got prices. Um, right now, I've got... Three different tiers. There's one set at a dollar that will just skip ads. There's one set at $25 that will skip ads and you only got to pay one time. Mm. And then there's one set at $5 which skips ads. You get a shout out and um, something else. I can't remember what else I did. Oh, when we, like, um, sometimes I'll post the episodes a little bit early. Um, like, they go out the night before generally. Or sometimes we even do them like a day or two ahead of time. Sometimes. Only when we're good. But, yeah, only when we're good. Which um, is to say we're never good. But, but go on. if you are subscribed to that tier, the $5 one, you will have access to it as soon as I post it on the, the platform. Oh, even when it's not scheduled? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my. So um, if you don't, if you really fucking hate ads, you know, you can go do that. I'll be honest. I would do the $25 one because Right, just one I'm, and done. Yeah, one and done. Like right. a pump and dump. That's me. Yeah, they'll, like, they'll direct you to like a new RSS feed for it or something like that. And I am such a no whore ads. for skipping ads. Like, I, if I'm playing a game that I really like a lot and it has an option of just pay this one-time fee and skip ads for the rest of your life, I'm like, yelp, yelp. All right. I just want to throw that out there real quick. Okay. I mean, That's literally, if know. you're if you're still here with us right now listening to this fucking list of names, you're a super fan. You are. <laughs> even if you're paying zero, you are, like, right. my hat's off to you. Yeah. Okay. The sons of Padiah were Zerubbabel... Or Zerubbabel, fuck, I'm no. And Shammai, the sons of Zerubbabel were Meshulam and Hananiah. Yeah. Their sister was Shalemeth. Okay. No, they had a sister. They good, had a sister. Good to know. That was supposed to be in parentheses voice, but I was so like oh, excited. You were, you were excited. Yeah, it, something different. A girl. There's a girl. <laughs> it's a girl. His five other sons were Heshuba, Ohel. Oh, hell? <laughs> O-H-E-L, so it's yeah, yeah, not right. really oh, hell. I got it. Barakiah, Hezadiah, and Jushub Hasad. The sons of Hananiah were Pelatiah and Jeshiah. Jeshiah's son was Rephiah. Rephiah's son was Arnon. Arnon's son was Obadiah. Obadiah's son was... See, why can't they all be Obadiah-like? Because I can say that one. Right. That's yeah. not so out of my wheelhouse. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Obadiah's son was Shechaniah. The descendants of Shechaniah were Shemaiah and his sons Hattush, Egal, Bariah, Neriah, and Shaphat, six and all. Shaphat, okay. six and all. Okay. Okay? So yeah, six and all. It's Got important. It. We need to know there were six of them once. Got it. Yeah. Okay? That's very The important. sons of Neriah were... Elonai, Hizkiah, 
and Azricom. Three in all. Okay, there were yeah, three. Three of these guys. Okay, just all of a sudden we're just listing off how many they had on in all. In all. Okay. Got it. Yep. The sons of Elianai were Hedoviah, <laughs> Eliashib, Peliah, Akub, Johanan, Deliah, and Anani. Seven in all. The end. Okay. <laughs> I did it! <laughs> we did it. We did it. There's one more down. Woo! We're, we got one more list of people down. All right. Did y'all take notes? Did you get all those names? Fuck no. Come on. Take notes? Come on. <laughs> this fucking, this is, this is dumb shit. Let us never forget our goal. Read the Bible. Read Just the Bible. Just get through it. Yeah. For better or for worse, get through I think, the Bible. I think if we Bible. have more names, we need to like, we need to have some jokes ready. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe we could let them look forward to some jokes. Okay. The, I'll, I'll prepare some jokes for tomorrow so jokes. then. Because yeah, I'm just pretty like, sure there's more let's names. Let's just get some really, you know, I don't know. I'll do some jokes. Some jokes. Some jokes. Yeah. Like, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the <laughs> other side, sir? No. 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 I no. was I was quoting the uh, graduation scene from the movie Stripes, which is horrible, oh. horrible movie. Right. So good, though. Right. Bill Murray. I mean, Bill Murray. I mean... Let's all just forget the uh, all the titties and the mud wrestling scene. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, that was First Chronicles Chapter 3. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we'll be back with... Sadly, First Chronicles Chapter 4. <laughs> and jokes. Yeah, and jokes. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what didn't at all happen yesterday? <laughs> um, excitement. Excitement didn't happen yesterday. Right. Do you remember what <clears throat> did happen? Lots of fucking names again. Names, names, But then again, I mean, names. you know, you guys can give us your report about after you watched Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Yeah. And how you enjoyed that. And mm -hmm. if you picked up any pumpkin spice stuff. Yeah. You know, you guys should let us know. We're... We're, uh, we're at this point in, in the Bible at the moment where we're fucking bored, so we need you to entertain us. That's right. <laughs> Seriously. Also, um, have any of you seen the new Hocus Pocus movie? You said it was really good. I I mean, okay, insofar as, like, there's, okay, hey, yeah, yeah. there's a really good movie, and then there's, no, I mean, but it was fun, though. It was an acceptable uh, uh, sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't take itself too seriously. Sure. And it was good. I liked it. Now, I watched the first one and the second one back to back. And every year I watch the first one and I'm always like, this movie's horrible. Why do I love it? Right. It's so bad. Yeah. But why do I love it, though? I don't. You love a lot of horrible things. It's true. I do. So, I mean, I, really I don't have do. a great answer for that. I know. It's true. But. Uh, but I'm, I'm capable of admitting how bad it is. Yeah. But, yeah, I liked the second one. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, just as a side note, because I was going through some old episodes today, mm -hmm. and uh, I came across one where we were comparing um, a kid's Bible to um, the, the kid's version of um, WAP. WAP, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think I had pronounced it WAP. And, yeah, right. Um, so our 17-year-old... Here's a late correction. Confirmed it's definitely that WAP. it's WAP. And I was like, nuh-uh. And then we had to look it up and... Right. And no, it's WAP. It's for those, WAP. For those of you not in the know, WAP stands for Wet Ass Pussy, and it's a song by Cardi B and... Uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so just just to be clear, so for anybody like Delightful. not in on the joke, so... Delightful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, enough about WAP <laughs> and Pumpkin Spice. Yeah. And uh, 
anyway, the names that we read off yesterday, that was part of First Chronicles chapter 3. Mm-hmm. And today we'll be getting into... First Chronicles chapter 4 and, you know, some other um, non-related things. Yeah, yeah. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, before I start this, I have a question for you. You do, huh? Yeah. Okay. What's the difference between Halloween and Thanksgiving? Um, I don't know what. Uh, one has goblins and the other has gobblers. <laughs> That's really fucking bad. Oh, it's so bad. That's really and bad. That will be the end of the jokes because <laughs> that's how bad they were. <laughs> I yeah I went looking for jokes <laughs> just something to something to fill this shit with yes, like yes. it's not just straight reading names right mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah I probably should have saved that but yeah you, you should have let them get you know sucked into the names and then like oh I'm falling asleep I'm falling asleep and then throw out the really bad jokes they could be like just shaking their head the rest of the time mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. like man I know I thought I'd start they're, high they're, they're fucking desperate you oh know? so desperate you guys <laughs> so desperate. Here we go. Ready? More names. I'm ready. I'm Sorry ready. to disappoint you. I mean, you know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they hadn't peeked ahead. <laughs> we peeked ahead. We peeked ahead. <laughs> Let's see when the fucking names end. It's not. Yeah. We got a couple chapters yeah, to go got, here, we guys. Some, we got some chapters to go. So we'll just try to keep um, tossing in non-related stuff. Right. Just, just to, to keep the people awake. Yes. Yes. You know? But we're don't forget, our purpose is just to say right, no, we've hey, read the Bible. We'll still have read the Bible when we'll we're done with this. We'll have read the know? Bible and you'll have learned a few things about us along yeah, the way. Yes. Yes. Okay? Yes. Okay. Okay, the descendants of Judah were Perez, Hezron, Carmi, Carmi, okay. <laughs> her, and Shobal. Shobal's son Rea was the father of Jahath. Jahath was the father of Ahumai and Lahad. These were the families of the Zorathites. Okay. The descendants of Etam were Jezreel, Ishma, Ib, no wait, Idbash. Their sisters, Hezelalpone, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> Hezelalpone, My Hezelalpone, Hezelalpone, yeah. Poni, <laughs> Penuel, the father of Gidor, and Ezer, the father of Hushash. I feel like this could be a whole high-level class in college. Like the, 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 the um... Whatever the, the chronology pronounce- of all the yeah. the fucking names and, the- and how to pronounce them. Yeah, yeah, like that would be that'd be uh, not a class, class I would ever take. No, 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 no. no. I, yeah, I'm not a scholar though. Like so. the the smart class would be like just skip this shit and fucking don't worry about it because who real. gives a fuck? Yeah, these were the descendants of her, the firstborn of Ephrathah. the ancestor of Bethlehem. Oh, okay. look at that. Mm-hmm. Asher, the father of Tekoa, I really like the name Tekoa, actually, Yeah, had two wives named Hela and Narah. Narah gave birth to Ahuzam, Hephir, Temani, and Hahashtari. Okay. Hela gave birth to Zareth, Izhar, Ethnon, and Koz, who became the ancestor of Anub, Zobaba, and the families of Aharl, son of Haram. All right. Okay. Yeah. There was a man named Jabez who was more honorable than any of his brothers. <laughs> FYI. Just so you knows. Yeah, that, that's very important in this list of names to 
to know that he's more honorable than you his You want to know what? What? His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. Just so well, you know. So that must mean painful birth, I guess. Just putting that out or there. Something. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel. Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. Ah. And God granted him his request. Man, that was that was nice. I mean, God doesn't normally do stuff like that for people. Okay, fuck off. Back to names. Right. <laughs> yeah. Kalub, the brother of Shua, was the father of Mehir. Mehir was the father of Eshton. Eshton was the father of Beth Raphah. Pesiah and Tehina. Tehina was the father of Ir Nahash. These were the descendants, I almost said defendants, <laughs> descendants of Rika. Speaking of defendants, oh, it's nice yeah. that Adnan Syed got released. I mean, we don't, still don't know whether he murdered somebody or not. But, but regardless of whether he was a piss poor trial at the was, very least. So. Regardless of whether he was guilty or innocent, his trial was a sham right. and it was bullshittery right. at its finest. But let's be honest, most trials in America are shams and bullshittery. So yeah. Yeah. Like, that's nothing new. Yeah. That one just happened to be very prominent in the news because of the, you know, podcast. podcast. serial. Right. I would be very interested in a follow-up. I, th I think they said that they are going to do a follow-up. Right. So. Gotcha. I would love to know what, I forget all the names now, but. His, yeah, I do too. His friend, quote-unquote friend, right. knew way too much. So he either did it or was involved. Yeah. And I want to know more about that. Yeah. So I will be listening. Yeah, Definitely. Okay, not defendants, descendants of Rika. The sons of Kanaz were Othniel and Sarai. Othniel's sons were Hethath and Mianothai. Okay. Mianothai. Mianothai was the father of Ophrah. Of course. I mean, duh. Ophrah, yeah. Sariah was the father of Joab. Well, we know that guy. The founder of the Valley of Craftsmen. You know, those fine um, The Valley tools. of Craftsmen. You know. Now, we're not going to have a whole lot of things for a Q&A this week. We should probably find out what the Valley of Craftsmen is. The Valley of Craftsmen is where you go to Sears and you buy all those tools. Oh, the Craftsman tools, yeah. yeah. The only thing that I know about the Craftsman tools are that they have a lifetime guarantee. And, and if they break, you can return them. And they're and? made in the U.S. Oh, I did not know that. So that's one of the selling points that they always hmm. push. So. See, I only knew that. Um, you but what happens if Sears them? goes out of business? Because they're guess, pretty close to that, I think. I if mean, they aren't already there, the ones at most of the malls here have gone down. Right. Closed. Yeah. Yeah. They so gone. I don't know how that lifetime warranty holds up, but you know. Well, I mean, I wonder if Craftsman is separate from Sears at this point. It could be. Or if it was like a Sears exclusive, but still its own company. Right. Definitely could be. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the stickers that I use in my planner are Starshine Studios or Starshine Sticker Studios. Mm -hmm. And they are a Michael exclusive. Okay. Like you can buy them at Michael's. Right. But um, they are also their own thing. So I wonder if it's that kind of thing. Possibly. Highly recommend those stickers, y'all. Yeah. Go to I um, Don't know Star about them. Shine Sticker Studio. They are so good. I love their stickers. Definitely not a paid advertisement there. No, not at all. I just love them <laughs> so fucking much. And I use them in my planner um, solely, exclusively. Those are the only ones I use at this right, point. Right, right. Because I just love them. Okay, so anyway, Valley of Craftsmen, so-called, because why? They were craftsmen. I Wow. That's there you go. A revelation no Q &A right needed. there. Right, you know? <laughs> The sons of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, 
were Eru, Elah, and Naam, the son of Elah, was Kenaz. The sons of Jehalalel, okay. okay, that's just too many goddamn L's, <laughs> were Zip, Zipha, Tariah, and Aserel. Aserel, huh? Aserel? I don't Aserel? know. I don't know. The sons of Ezra were Jether, Mered, Ephur and Jalon. Every time I hear Ezra, I just always think of the better than better than Ezra. Yeah. Better than Ezra. It's a good band. It's a good band. Yeah, yeah. I liked them. What was that one song they sing? Just the one. Oh no, no. That I I actually liked a lot of their albums. So. But like, what is the one song though? Oh, I don't for? remember. Gum good. Yeah, that's good. the one. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, I like that song. Right. Yeah. That's, that's actually my only least one. favorite song by them. But that's the only one I know, and it's my favorite. Yeah. The end. <laughs> One of Mered's wives became the mother became the mother of Miriam, Shammai, and Ishba, the father of Eshtemoa. She was nothing, but then she became the the mother. Well, I mean, of those everybody. People. If you have a, a a child, you become the mother of that child, right? You know? I guess. It's I don't not know. like you were born the mother of that child. I mean, you created you, that child, and then, then you, you become the mother. But you were something. Before, it's, it makes it seem like you were nothing until you became the mother. But we are talking about fucking the Bible. We are talking about the Bible here. I'm not fucking the Bible. No, I know. We're, we're talking about the Bible here, though. We are. You're and right. women were basically nothing in the Bible. They were absolutely. They were less than nothing. Yeah. Except for when Ex they were. Right. Every once in a while. Every, every once, in a while. once in a while, somebody's yep. important. So this guy, he married a woman from Judah, who became the mother of Jared. The father of Gidor, Heber, the father of Soko, and Jehuthiel, the father of Zenoa. Okay. Mered also married Bithia, a daughter of Pharaoh, and she bore him children. Okay. Just putting that out there. So we, you know, we never, we never, we haven't covered this in a while, but like, um, the multiple wives thing is like mm -hmm. still very prevalent in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And the kings definitely took multiple wives. You know, like we're still talking about multiple wives. Yeah. Like where's the bit where God's like, no multiple wives. It's a one man, one woman thing. Right. I that, mean. That doesn't seem to take place anywhere in the Old Testament. Not yet. That I've seen. Not yet. Um, I think it's time for a joke. Ready? Is it? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Two muffins were sitting in an oven. One turned to the other and said, Wow, it's pretty hot in here. And the other one shouted, Wow, a talking muffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta admit, that was Jesus pretty good. Christ. That one was pretty good. We're going to lose our entire audience. <laughs> well, I don't think so. Between if, the names and the bad jokes, you know? No, I think it's the bad jokes that's going to make them stick oh, around. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Hey, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hadiah's wife was the sister of Nahum. One of her sons was the father of Kela the Garmite, and another was the father of Eshtemoa the Makathite. Okay. Or Makathite. Sure. Hey, Macarena. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. The sons of Shimon, Shimon were Amnon, Rina, Ben-Hanon, and Tilon. Got it. The descendants of Ishi were Zoheth and Ben-Zoheth. Okay. Are you with me? I am not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting all this? Nope. nope. Shelah was one of Judah's sons. Okay. The descendants of Shelah were Ur, the uh, father I... of Lika, Leda, the father of Marasha, the families of linen workers at Beth Ashbia. The family of linen workers. Duh. Okay. Stupid. 
Jochum, the men of Kaziba, and Joash and Seraph, who ruled over Moab and Jeshubi Lahim. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. These names all came from ancient records. I'll oh, have you know. Okay. Ancient records at the time that this ancient record was written. Yeah. That was that pretty must be fucking, fucking ancient. ancient. Yeah. They were the pottery makers who lived in Natame and Gadura. Man, you know, can you imagine a world where, like, this one book just is like, you know, the pottery makers over there. Right. Like, they, I, live in, I live in a fucking town and I couldn't tell you who does what in the town that I live in, let right. alone the entire area. Right. They lived there and worked for the king was the rest of that. Oh, yeah, I'm sense. sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. okay. Just so you know. Got it. I didn't so, live anywhere and work kingly for a king. Pot- Not just pottery, but kingly pottery. Mm, yeah. Mm, okay. Mm. You have an ex stepmom kind of person who worked in pottery yeah still does yeah yeah well yeah she does right yeah it's really great pottery it really is if you ever come through ohio go to yellow springs you'll find the best pottery yep yep she's one of she's one of the four people at the pottery shop up there yep it's a great shop highly recommend yep so and it's a great town if you're ever in this if you're ever in southwest ohio or like south or, or, you know, Western Ohio. Yeah. Um, Yellow Springs is definitely worth a trip to go see. Honestly, if you come to Columbus, go to Yellow Springs. If it's you go it's to worth, Dayton, it's go worth to spending Springs. the day out there. It, yeah, schedule yourself for a full day of just walking around shopping. Plus, you never know. You might, not that I really care at this point based on his views, but, like, you might even run into Dave Chappelle. At one point, or that would have been cool. But at one point, that would have been cool. Right, yeah. But he should have stopped when he was cool. Right, yeah. <laughs> But also, he draws in other celebrities. So he you, does. You can, you he might, does. You, there's sometimes other celebrities in town. That is true. And they just walk around and you're like, oh, hi. Mm-hmm. Not that that's happened to me. Right. But it, it's happened to people that you know. Yeah. And it's happened to your dad. Yep. Who lives out there. Yep. Yeah. So, I I don't go out there often enough for it to happen. But right. But if you did, you would see him. Because yeah. he does. He's a regular. Yeah. In town. Yep. So. Very cool. Um, yeah, so Yellow Springs, go, do it, buy pottery, yeah, et cetera. it's good, also, good place. Also, they, like, they're into, like, the whole smoking weed and, um... <laughs> what we're getting at is it's a very liberal town. It's a very liberal town and a very And a very red... artisan, crafty town. Yeah. So... Yeah, so it, they stand out. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely a sore thumb in a... In, in a, a very sea of red, red yeah. area. Yeah. Uh, they have a really great comic book store. Yeah. A really great, great um, coffee shop. Coffee shop and bookstore. I mean, um, it's it's There's excellent. There's a bed and breakfast there that's amazing. They've got all kinds of parks to take oh, hikes in. Oh, the bed and breakfast. I don't know if you're aware. It just came under new ownership oh. of a married gay couple. Got oh, okay. it. And so they are trying to um, bring more LGBTQ plus um, representation to the town. Gotcha. That's which, awesome. Yeah. Highly, highly cool. Very yeah. recommendy. Also, just another tidbit of information about Yellow Springs, just because why not? Um, but this was where uh, Coretta Scott King went to college at. So like, Oh, at Antioch, right? Yeah, she went to Antioch. Antioch is no longer a school there. But, I mean, it is kind of, but... Um, I think they, the building is still there, and yeah. I think they still do some classes out of it, but you can't, like, go, go to, to Antioch College. Go to right. Antioch College. Yeah, which and, is like, unfortunate because it has highly, such a rich tradition yeah. and history. But. I went to one of the last... Um, they, they used to do a writing workshop out there every summer, and yeah. I went to, like, one of the last ones. I think there were only, like, two more after the year that I went. Right. And it, they did a great workshop. Yeah. Fantastic. 
way off topic. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. And it's just it's like our favorite little town in this area. So yeah. It's where we aim to move someday. Yeah, yeah. When we retire, that's where we want to go if we well, can. Well, hopefully before then. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, ideally, we would leave the U.S. altogether. Less likely, um, or more likely, is that at least we would leave Ohio. But getting out of Ohio stay. is not likely either. So if we got to stay in Ohio, we hope to move to Yellow, Yellow Springs. Springs. Hell yeah. So at least we'll be among like-minded folk at some point in definitely, our life. Definitely. So, okay. Anyway, getting back to the Bible. The Bible. The sons of Simon were Jemuel, Jamin, Jareeb, Zohar, and Shal. The descendants of Shal were Shalem, Mibsam, and Mishma. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really am. The descendants of Mishma were Hamuel, Zachar, and Shammai. Shammai had 16 sons and Jesus. 6 daughters. Holy crap. But none of his brothers had large families. Just so okay. you know. Okay. So Simon's tribe never grew as large as the tribe of Judah. Oh, it was all the, the kids' faults. Yeah. You, yeah. you didn't have enough kids. You didn't have enough you kids. You should have had more kids. Damn kids. Not having kids. You got them concubines pregnant and stuff, mm -hmm. you know? It's funny because now we're like, oh, God, don't get pregnant. <laughs> when we have kids, we're like, don't get pregnant yet. Stay in school. Right, right. And back then they were like, That's how they get used them to, all I mean, pregnant. There's, there's still people in this country that are, like, promoting getting pregnant to spread religion and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, that's still a thing. Yeah. Which just, I'm like, what the fuck? Could you imagine? Like, this is this is so backwards. It's so backwards. Ugh. They live in Beersheba, Molada, Hazershul, Bila, Ezem, Talad, Bethuel, Horma, Ziklag, Bethmarkaboth, Hazarsuzum, Bethbury and Shuram. These nice. towns were under their control until the time of King David. Oh, okay. Okay. That's where they lived. I'll have you know. Okay. Their descendants also lived in Atam, Ain, Rick, <laughs> Rimen, Token, and Ashan. They lived all over the fucking place. Five towns and their surrounding villages as far away as Baloth. Man, they just, they had a lot of towns. Yeah. Those guys, they, they, they lived in they, some towns. They towned it. Yep. They were townies. Right. They And they lived in them. They knew how to town. Right. This was their territory, y'all, and these names are listed in their genealogical records. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. For okay. for all time. Yep. For no fucking reason. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> that, that happened. That was over there. Other descendants of Simon include Meshobab, Jamlik, Jesha, son of Amaziah, Joel, Jehu, son of Joshabiah, son of Sarai, son of Asil, Elianai, Jacobah, Jeshohiah, Asiah, Adil, Jesmile. 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 Yeah. Beniah and Ziza, son of Shiphai, son of Alon, son of Jediah, son of Shimri, son of Shemaiah. Oh, by the way, yeah, um, we got our new Keurig today. Yes, we did. And, we needed one really bad and plugged it in, and it's so good. It's great. It's, we had like our last one was just like causing all kinds of fucking problems. You knew you never knew how much water you were gonna no, get. No, it was bad. It was so and bad. We tried and we to would fix go, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, sometimes it would overflow the cup. Sometimes you get like two inches in the bottom of the cup and you're like, wait, what? And sometimes you would just turn it on and 
like you hadn't even done anything yet and it just would start peeing water. Right. Yeah. And you're like, wait, I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, stop. Yeah, it was definitely time. Now. Now we got a new one. Right. And got them cake cups plugged in. Yeah. Yay. We, kinda, we should feel bad about that though. Um, I don't because I bought the um, expensive um, biodegradable ones. Yeah. That are um, from, I think the company is like Cameron's or something like that. It's just so easy to, I don't know. I, I'm torn about it. We've been trying to make more coffee in a pot though. Yeah. So like, you know. That's... I mean, sometimes I just need a cup on the go real quick and sometimes I want a whole pot. Right, you know? right. And I like options. I'm sorry. I'm a spoiled American. What can I say? I guess, yeah. I'm not the best liberal, y'all. It happens. It, it happens. happens, you know? I'm just, I'm, I'm not always the best progressive. What can I say? Uh, at least I'm not, um, I don't know, um, flying in a private jet over to... There is that. From Dayton to Columbus or something. There is you that, know? yeah. So, fuck we off. We do have our limitations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These were the names of some of the leaders of Simon's wealthy clans. Their families grew and they traveled to the region of Gerar in the east part of the valley seeking pasture land for their flocks. Yeah, as wealthy tribe people do, mm -hmm. I guess. See, these guys, they would be flying planes. You think so? Mm hmm yeah. Their carbon footprint would be real bad. Right. I don't know You think why. they had servants carrying them, like, when as they traveled? I bet they did. You think so? Oh, yeah. They're, like, carrying me across the room. I always thought that was the craziest thing when I was learning about, like, you know, Egyptians that got carried on these, like, things. I'm like, seriously? You had people carry you? That's right? fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it just seems so childish and silly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, my mom used to make me go get her Kleenex box because she always had a sniffly nose. Yeah. So, like, she was always like, go get my Kleenex. And, yeah. like, I always wanted to say, go get it your damn self. <laughs> and her and her inhalers because she had asthma. Yeah. And she smoked. Right. And so sometimes she would be like, go get my cigarettes. And sometimes she would be oh. like, go get my inhalers. Jeez. And I couldn't imagine, like, making my child go get my vice. Much less, go get my vice, and also the medicine that helps me not have bad reactions to my vice. Right, right. Like, that just seems shitty. Yeah. But I'm not a slave driver, so there you have it. Right, right. They found lush pastures there in that pasture land for their flocks. Did I read that sentence? I don't know. The east part of the valley seeking pasture land for their yes, flocks. Yes, yes. They found lush pastures there. And the land was spacious, quiet, and peaceful. Well, that's nice for them. Some of Ham's descendants had been living in that region, but during the reign of King Hezekiah in Judah, yeah. these leaders of Simon invaded the region and completely destroyed the oh, homes of man. the descendants of Ham and of the Meunites. Meunites. So that's interesting. They're sprinkling out some history in this, like, list, mm -hmm. like just a little bit. Right. Just enough to, like... Well, you better not skip the whole fucking thing, because then you might miss this I'm, bit. That one sentence. Know? Right, yeah. Like, whoa, there was the descendants of Ham. Like, right. Oh, okay. And they, they got conquered right then during Hezekiah's reign. Oh. Which. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't know Good that. Good to know. Right? No trace of them remains today. They killed everyone who lived there and took the land for themselves because they wanted its good pasture land for their flocks. So I guess they killed them all. Yeah. Yeah. They got them. Got Because mm, they needed, you know, pasture land. Mm-hmm. And they were rich, so it was, right. you know, they deserved it. Of course. <laughs> rich people deserve everything. Right? Yeah. I am poor, therefore I don't deserve anything. Right. Isn't yeah. that how that works? I think that's how it, it realistically works, yes. Mm. Yeah. 500 of these invaders from the tribe of Simon went to Mount Seir, led by 
Pelatiya, Neriah, Rephiah, and Uziel, all sons of Ishi. They destroyed the few Amalekites who had survived, and they have lived there ever since. The end. Hmm. Okay. That, that ending. So that, that rich group of people, they had army people, and they went and killed people for pasture land sure, and stuff. Sure, they did. So. Yeah. That's that's good, I, I guess. Yeah. Do you want me to see if I can find another joke? I mean, that's up to you. Do you think you have one that's worth telling? Probably not. No? No. Yeah. Um, let's do this one. Okay. Did you hear about the guy who invented the knock-knock joke? I feel like I've heard this one before. He won the Nobel Prize. <laughs> really, really fucking bad. Did you hear about the fire oh, in the shoe factory? No. 10,000 souls were lost. The police said some heels started it. That's, that's, fucking, <laughs> that's fucking horrible. What's the difference between a rabbit and a plum? I don't know what. They're both purple except for the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid. I want to kill somebody. All right. I think I think oh, that's enough. I think that's, and on that note, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was uh, First Chronicles chapter four. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we will be back with First Chronicles chapter five. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened or didn't happen yesterday? I've been trying to forget. Honestly, <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's a stain in my life. It and, is a stain uh, in my underpants. Trying, trying to, you know, get over that. It's a, it's a rough patch. It is a rough patch. <sighs> yeah. Um. It, it, it was. It, it unfortunately, it was names. It was names, names yeah. everywhere, names. Yeah. Apologies. Um, yeah, apologies. I mean, but ultimately, 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 we are reading this to read this. And right? we've. Every this, chapter, this is all. This is all part of the slog. Every chapter that we get through is another chapter nailed down. And we don't we have to read, read this chapter again. Ever. You know, like we're done with it after yeah. this. Yeah. And neither do you. you exactly. Know? All you got to do is listen, get through it, and we're done with it. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. So that yesterday was First uh, Chronicles chapter four. Sure as fuck was. And today we are going to be reading First Chronicles chapter five. Let's go read this shit. Okay. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened or didn't happen yesterday? I've been trying to forget, honestly. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's a stain in my life. It and, is a stain uh, in my underpants. Trying, trying to, you know, get over that. It's a, it's a rough patch. It is a rough patch. <sighs> yeah. Um. It, it, it was. It, it unfortunately. It was names. It was names. Names yeah. everywhere. Names. Yeah. Apologies. Um, yeah. Apologies. I mean, but ultimately, 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 we are reading this to read this. And right? we've. 
every this chapter. Is, this is all. This is all part of the slog. Every chapter that we get through is another chapter nailed down. And we don't we have to read, read this chapter again. Ever. You know, like we're done with it after yeah. this. Yeah. And neither do you. You know, exactly. all you got to do is listen, get through it, and we're done with it. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> all right. So that yesterday was uh, First Chronicles chapter four. Sure as fuck was. And today we are going to be reading First Chronicles chapter five. Let's go read this shit. Okay. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> so we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So, what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. Just our podcast? Any podcast or any (laughs) performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So, maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So, all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So, head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Okay. First Chronicles chapter Cracker, crapper five. <laughs> How's that I, again? I well, I was I was trying to get words out, and, and they didn't then, come out. No, they were stuck in your mouth. I mean, it started with chronicles. Yeah, <laughs> and it just <laughs> it got, evolved from there. And I couldn't recover from chronicles. Yeah, no. Was, and I was still thinking of chronicles when I was. There's really no recovering from chronicles. No. And what? <laughs> I don't know. Shall we try that again? I mean, sometimes I just fuck up, you know? Right. No, it's true. It's okay. True. First Chronicles, chapter five. There we go. That there sounds it is. better. All right. There it is. My yeah. bad. Sorry, guys. Okay. More names. Ready? I'm ready. The oldest son of Israel was the Reuben Sandwich. Reuben? Reuben. Reuben. I like a good Reuben Sandwich, although I don't like rye bread. I was going to say, I, I don't like rye bread either. I hate rye bread. Although my mom has this great marbled rye that she gets, and it's actually not half bad. What brand is it? Uh, I think it's Pepperidge Farm or something like that. Pepperidge Farm. That sounds yeah. correct. Yeah. That tracks. It was, it's not half bad. But I just don't want it. But that's I the hate... only one that I've ever really kind of maybe sort of not hated. Okay. So. Well, I don't like rye. Yeah, me so either. you can have it. So, yeah, Reuben. But since he dishonored his father by humping one of his father's concubines... <laughs> His birthright was given to the sons of his brother Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember Manasseh. I do. And didn't Reuben was it Reuben that also walked in on his dad like naked or something? No, you're thinking of Noah. Oh, yeah, that's right, Noah. You're thinking of Noah and that was Ham or something. Yeah, I don't remember. One of those guys. Yeah. For this reason, Reuben is not listed in the genealogical records as the firstborn son. Wow, like not just were you not you you were first, but then you just got like. How do you, but he was, so how do you but not? But he lost the rights as of the firstborn Right, but that son. doesn't make history change. But, okay, but we talked about this. He lost the birthright. He so this is more lose... of like a, a legal record as yes. opposed to a historical yes. record. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he didn't lose um, 
um, genealogy. Like he didn't lose um, DNA, obviously, right, right. but he lost the birthright, the being recognized as such. Got it. Got it. The descendants of Judah became the most powerful tribe and provided a ruler for the nation. But the birthright belonged to Joseph. Actually, it belonged to his sons, not Joseph. Right, yeah. I mean, specifically because yeah. his sons were named. Right. They are what made tribes number um, 11 and 12. Right. So, yeah. it wasn't Joseph. Right. The sons of Reuben, the oldest son of Israel, were Hanok, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. The descendants of Joel were Shemaiah, Gog, Shemai, Micah, Reiah, Baal, and Bira. Baal, really? Really? Yep. Hmm. Let us not forget that that means just Lord. Yeah, Lord. No, yep. I know. But I just... It's yep. still interesting insofar as we're reading a Bible that's telling us Baal is bad, but then there's Baal as Lord, so... Because... Like, okay. Because translation matters, and... Um, these fucks didn't um, stick with translating yeah. on and on. And so people today don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't think they really knew what they were talking about so much back then either. No, 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 no. What I mean to say is that people that are like, oh, Baal, and they're like, bad God. Ugh. Right. And, and I'm like, actually. There was a lot more nuance to it than that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, don't really know what the fuck you're talking about there. Right. But that's because, okay. honestly, Israelites probably did worship Baal. Not probably. They fucking did. Um, while worshiping Yahweh. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was yeah. something that happened in conjunction. Well, not just standalone, but... And the word referred more to the um, idols that they carried than to this other god thing. Right. And, and one might compare that to almost Catholicism or something today, where you mm -hmm. have, like, the saints and everything, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that could be very similar to what they thought back right, then. Right, right. Where there's just all these different intercediaries. Right. I always thought that was weird how you pray to different saints for different reasons. And I'm mm -hmm. like, this is very not what I imagined Christianity, you know, Christianity to be. Yeah, yeah. And, and obviously that's Catholicism, but still, like, it's just really weird to me. There's this whole war, honestly, between Catholics and other oh, yeah. non-Catholic Christians. For sure. Um, they, like... Um, don't agree on whether or not Catholicism is Christian, and I'm like, but right. it was there before you were, guys. But you could get into just as heavy disagreements between, you know, versions of different Protestant sects that are out there. It's so, true. It's I mean, true. like, it's very torn as to who believes what and why you believe it and For how sure. you believe it and, you know, what means right. what. Right, but it's just that, as you were pointing out, they Catholics, yes. they worship so many different things. Catholicism or not is worship, physically but a different... Yeah. type of religion. Yeah. Like it's, it's physically a different type of religion. Right. They just practice it differently and they they pray to different intercediaries and that it's just weird. Right. To my way of thinking. Yeah. No, weird. I mean, yeah. Definitely most of the people I knew growing up. I mean, I did have a cousin that was Catholic, but most of the people that I knew growing up were definitely some type of Protestant or, you know, whatever type yeah. of denomination like that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not used... I, I don't know much about Catholicism. Um, other than, you know, very outside of the, the group type things. I don't think I grew up with a lot of people that were Catholic, but I can tell you that the first time I ever was around people who were um, very outwardly Catholic, like attended church and mass right. and, you know, all the things and, and talked about Catholicism all the time. Yeah. 
that was also the first time that I ever heard people making anti-Semitic jokes. Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, like, I was in my 30s before I ever heard somebody making anti-Semitic jokes, and, and I had no idea that that was a thing that actually happened. Right. And all it took was getting around vocally active Catholics. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, there Get you your go. shit straight, you Catholic, Catholics. Right. Stop being nasty. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Anyways. Anyway. Vera. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vera was the leader of the Reubenites when they were taken into captivity by King tiglath Pileser of Assyria. I remember that name. I do remember that name as well. Bira's relatives are listed in their genealogical records by their clans. Jael, the leader, Zechariah, and Bela, son of Azaz, son of Shema, son of Joel. The Reubenites lived in the area that stretches from Aurorer to Nebo and Baal-Meon. And since they had so many livestock in the land of Gilead, they spread east toward the edge of the desert that stretches to the Euphrates River. Hmm. Okay. During the reign of Saul, the Reubenites defeated the Hagrites in battle. Hagrid! <laughs> then they moved into the Hagrite settlements all along the eastern edge of Gilead. Hmm. Um, we're about to move into a new section of this chapter, and I just thought I would throw out um, that I find it awesome that the January 6th committee just voted to um, subpoena Trump. Right, yeah. Nine zero. That's really vote. fucking cool. Yeah. Now, let's just hope that that actually results in something. It won't. I it know, won't. I know. But it will be nice to see him plead the fifth or say some stupid bullshit right. on live TV. Yeah. I mean, if we can get him there in the first place. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, true. we can't even get him to hand over all the fucking documents <laughs> from Mar-a-Lago, so. Right, right. That is true, but I just find it interesting. I was going to go back to something about what we just read, mm-hmm. and it's interesting to me how, as we're reading through this stuff... They've mentioned it a couple of times now, like there was those rich people in one of the last chapters where they killed people and took over the land because they were rich and needed more land. Mm -hmm. And then these people needed to have pastures for their sheep, and so they took over land and killed people Mm -hmm. for their fucking sheep. Yeah. Like, this isn't about God. This is about fucking livestock and power. And and land. And land. It's it's always about land. Like, don't tell me that this is some high and mighty bullshit when it's not because it's it's not not. it's about fucking land grabs and power it's about having enough water to live right and so you create your wells and then you dominate the land and um your animal feed your animals to take care of your family on that land right it it starts with land gods are just convenient reasons to fight other people that's all Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like well we can fight them because they don't believe what we believe so there you go right it could just as easily be Their cows are getting over here in my shit, so I'm going to go kill them. Right, right. That sounds petty. So, yes, let us instead say, I don't like the looks of their god. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's differences are what cause strife. You know, I mean, that's you can you can take it to that level at any point in history. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely the case. Like, so whatever. All right. Next section. Next to the Reubenites, the descendants of Gad lived in the land of Bashan as far east as Salika. Joel was the leader in the land of Bashan, and Shepham was second in command, followed by Janai and Shaphat. Their relatives, the leaders of seven other clans, were Michael, Meshulam, Sheba, 
Jorai, Jacan, Zaya, and Eber. These were all descendants of Abihail, son of Huri, son of Jeroah, son of Gilead, son of Michael, son of Jeshishai, son of Jado, son of Buzz. Buzz, huh? Lightyear. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear. Absolutely. Right. Ahai, son of Abdiel. Did I get that right? Sure. Yeah, Abdiel, son of Guni, was the leader of their clans. The Gadites lived in the land of Gilead in Bashan and its villages and throughout all the pasture lands of Sharon. All of these were listed in the genealogical records during the days of King Jotham of Judah and King Jeroboam of Israel. Mm, Jeroboam, he was that really bad king. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Worst, except worst wasn't. Ever, yeah. Except wasn't. But he was the worst ever. Right. So we're about to enter another new section, and so I thought I would intercede here. from the back section? Let me get some action from the back <laughs> section. I picked it up. You laid it down. Yeah, I picked it I up. Did, I did. Um, anyway, I was going to put in some more news that I just oh, read. Okay. Um, the Parkland shooter. Yeah. Um, was just up for, um, what's that called? Where Parole? No. Where mm. you go to jail and they kill you. Oh. He was up for a death sentence. Being executed. Yeah. yeah. But instead he's got life in prison. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I don't support the death penalty, so I guess I am for that, although... I have mixed that's, feelings. That's a rough one. Yeah, I have so. mixed feelings about it. I, 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 There are certain times, while I don't support the death penalty, there are definitely certain times, occasionally in my life, where I wouldn't have lost any sleep right. over something happening sure. to that person. Sure, sure. <laughs> Just saying. I summarize it with just saying I have mixed feelings. Right. Because no, I, I don't want to be a person who supports the death penalty. And I think I think that is most of us. We don't want to be a person that supports that, even though sometimes in our heart of hearts, we sometimes just do. Right. And it's okay to have those feelings and be a little bit ashamed. Well, there, I think there are definitely differences between someone who is a mass killer of kids Mm-hmm. And someone who murders somebody over something stupid, right? Like they, there's a huge difference in in what those things are. Sure, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're and both have, wrong. They're both wrong. I have a bunch of mixed feelings too because part of me recognizes this was a very young person who did this, and who did have mental health issues. Blah 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 blah. But had it been a person of color, he would have been dead before he even made it, before he even like left the scene. Right. So. Right. You know, I I also recognize that his whiteness protects him from, you know, going through what any any other person would go through, and that's not fair. Right. Right. So, well, I have to say, like, you know, I I I have to look at it like this. I I did go through a thing where I was in an armed robbery, and uh, had a gun I had a gun literally at my head. head um, and, you know, the person that robbed us was a 16-year-old black kid. And, um, you know, there, there's two sides of me here. Um, the one side is, is feels bad that there's a 16-year-old kid that got caught up in this mess and is going to spend time in jail. The other side is the part of me that had a gun held to my head. And when you're By that, anybody. And when you're that close to a situation, mm-hmm. it makes it hard to, to recognize what what the 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 sociological correct outcome should be right Right. um now i've I've worked hard on like just even as soon as this happened i've worked hard on trying to 
forgive and forget and move along and recognize that, you know, there are people in worse situations than I am in life and that, um, you know, it, it happened. It, it, it happened and, and I don't know that the kid had a lot of control over the situation either. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess part of me would like to talk to him. But I know I I had thought about that, too, because um, I had talked to you about wanting to go visit him in jail, because all right. I could think is this kid, this kid did this thing that there's no coming back from that in right. this system that we live in. A black kid does this. There's no coming back from that. Right. His life is now set. He yeah. is forever after. He's a Dayton kid who did this thing and will be in and out of the system his education if he even had one is now just on like i hate that even though this person held a gun to my husband's head i still have empathy to see it from the other side and say god i hate that for this person though right that they were in that situation that they felt the need or that they were um in in such a situation that their their lifestyle put them to where to them it pro- it might not have been a big deal. Well, it really know? pissed me off after it happened because like you know we would tell people the story as to what happened and things, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> there there's a certain group of people out there. Um, I'll just let you guys figure it out here as to who they are, mm-hmm. but um, they their their response without fail and it wasn't every single person I talked to, but like this group of people would respond this way and they would say, well. Well, I I got conceal and carry, and if I was there, this would have ended a different way. And I'm like, it wouldn't have. <laughs> you know, um, you're an asshole. So yeah. like that's that's I I I don't know. Like to me, even if I had had a gun on me, it's not worth ending this kid's life over it. Right. You know, like he's coming here to get some fucking you know cash and and uh, and whatever, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna end somebody's life over it. Moreover. So. I don't think that you would have had time to pull out a gun before you got your head shot off. Right, you know? right. Well, I'm, like, but, but let's just pretend I did, though. Right. Let's just pretend I did. Right. Is it really worth ending a 16-year-old kid's life over a robbery? I don't... I don't think it is. I don't think so either. It, as I mean, traumatic as it was to go through that, right. it's still not worth that to me. Right. And then that's really hard in this area... Because then you get looked down on and shunned as, like, not being manly or something. Right, like, but they still back down when I confront them on shit, so. Right, I know. It's funny, because they like to act all manly, but, like, if I actually decide to stand up for something and hold my ground, they'll back down in two seconds. Right. But. They're not They're not manly, they're just blustery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my dad even said something similar. Well, I had my gun on me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm just like, you would have what? Right, right. <laughs> you know? And then, like, I just want to say, you would have killed a person? That's not very Christian. Right, yeah. You, you literally would have pulled out a gun and just shot somebody in cold blood, huh? Right. That's just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Right. Okay, we yeah, are let's, way let's, the fuck way off, off topic. way off track here. Okay, there were... 44,760 capable warriors in the armies of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Oh, so now we're counting people now, too. They were all skilled in combat and armed with shields, swords, and bows. Damn. Right? It's a lot of people skilled in combat. They were skilled. Skilled. They waged war against the Hagrites, the Hagrids, the Jedites, the Naphs. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Naphishite and the no dabites. The what? No, no dabites. No dabites. No dabbing. No dabs. Yeah. Don't dab. No this is a no dab zone. Right. They cried out to God during the battle, and Wham. he answered. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we are something. We're in, we're, rare, we're in rare form today. Yeah, yeah. It's like a clown car. <laughs> we're a clown car, and the clowns we're, just keep we're coming out. We're loopy from the amount of names that have been going through our heads. It's just bouncing around, and they're causing like some, you know, mm-hmm. not quite correct words coming out of our mouths. It's true. Yeah, it's true. There's too many names. And he answered their prayer because they trusted in him. That's what happened. Yeah. So the Hagrids and all their allies were defeated. Because they had their prayers. God, yeah. Because God. Of course. The plunder taken from the Hagrids included 50,000 camels, 250,000 sheep and goats, 2,000 donkeys, and 100,000 captives. Now there's an army. I was was wondering when the people, the slaves and the, the, um, you know, the women that they're going to marry on at force... You know, yes, where they came in, but there they are, a hundred thousand of them, hundred and thousand of them, a hundred and thousand of them, even. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Many of the Hagrids were killed in the battle because God was fighting against them. Mm. That's why. Yeah, he I wonder what fighting. he like. Wonder what did he have? Like a shield? Did he have a sword? Was he down there like actually using, fighting? Was he using Michael's Did he spear? fart on them? Like what was it? Like did he like have the God some, fart? So it was like yeah, it was like like God napalm. Oh, my God. You know? The people of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh lived in their land until they were taken into exile. You know, the Babylonian right, one. Right, yeah. Yeah. They lived there till they fucking didn't. Right. When God decided he didn't like them anymore. Yeah. When they got swept. Yeah. <laughs> the half-tribe of Manasseh was very large and spread through the land from Bashan to Baal Hermon. You don't call us a half-tribe. Shit, we're very large. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from Bashan to Baal Hermon, Sanir, and Mount Hermon. Mount Hermon being Mount Sinai. Okay. The one where Moses went up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, right. With his sneakers. Yeah, the, um, what, what do we call them at the time? They were the, the ones that, um, oh, what's his shit. face? The, the devil sneakers? The, or the devil sneakers. They were the ones that, what's his um, name? The guy Lil Nas X. That, Lil Nas X, that's right. Yeah, that he put, um, some put, blood. like, blood in the fucking yeah. shoes or something. Yeah. Yeah, you should definitely look up, like, Devil Sneakers by Devil, Little Nas X. Okay, listen to me. I love that dude's videos. They are so artistically on point. It's not even, generally speaking, my style of music, but his songs are catchy, and his videos are just pure art. Right. right. I love Little Nas X. Yeah. There no, you have it. They're pretty cool. Yep. These were the leaders of their clans. Efer, Ishi, Elial, Azrael, Jeremiah... Hodavia and Jadiel. Okay? I love that name, Ishi. 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 I mean, it's just, yeah, I know, right? It feels like it needs to say, be said a couple of times in a row, like, Ishi, Ishi. These men had a great reputation as mighty warriors and leaders of their clans. Mm, okay. But these but. tribes were unfaithful to the god of their Fuck. ancestors. Womp Always womp. happens back then. They worshipped the gods of the nations that God had destroyed. Son of a bitch. And why did God help them in the first place? Right? Why'd he bother? Right? So the god of Israel caused King Pool of Assyria, also known as tiglath Pilizar, Oh, to invade the land and take away the people of Reuben Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh yeah, as captives. They did something bad, but then he went and got somebody that was worse to go invade the people that sure, did something bad. that's what he did. And that's how we solve problems, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we we make the, the worst person come in and solve the problem for 
us to kill the, the sort of bad people and then take them away. And then that's how we solve problems of good versus evil. We just, we have somebody that's more evil. If there was it, a problem, yo, he solved it. That's, I mean, whenever I have a problem of good versus evil, I go get the more evil person because sure. they're so much better at fixing yeah. it. Yeah. Like, they'll just kill everybody. You don't got to worry about it. Exactly. You know? So, yeah. it's all you good. You always root for the eviler. Right? That's the way it goes. Not not Duh. the good, not the evil. Once, you vote for the eviler. Once he kills everybody, yeah. then all that's left is evil, and all God's got to do at that point is just send another flood, and he's done. Yeah. Like, it just saves him some work, you see? Sure. That's all it is. Sure. Okay. I, I was just trying to mesh this or I'm not sure what happens to the good. Here. I don't know. Seems like there isn't any. I don't really, I don't, I don't think anybody in this book uh, cares. Bad math. The Assyrians exiled them to Halah, Habor, Hara, and the Gozan River, where they remain to this to day. This day the wow. End. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was at least a little bit of things in there to go over. Was there? And then, and then we talked a lot about other non-relevant shit. Sure. Like a lot. Yeah, we did. So there was that. There was. Hopefully, that, that helped tie us through today. <laughs> another and chapter <laughs> done, you guys. <laughs> another chapter done. Applaud. You know what? Take this moment to yeah. pat yourself on the back. You're reading the Bible, guys. Honk your, honk your horn, you know? Honk, honk it. Yeah, why not? There's, beat on, just, beat on your desk. You're just on the highway right now, right? Just honk your horn. Beat on your desk. Fuck it. Stomp your feet. Dude, yeah. Seriously, you just, are reading the Bible. Just scream out loud. No one's going to hear you. Be like, I did it! Yeah, right. Yeah. There. Okay. You feel better? Yeah, I do. I do. All right. Well, that was uh, First Chronicles chapter five. Sure as fuck was. And we'll be back tomorrow with first. With, no, uh, no. With what? With what? We will be back tomorrow with Saturday Q and A. That's what I meant. And then on Sunday we'll be back for Sacrilegious Book Club, right, right. as well as the weekly wrap up. And yep. then on Monday, Monday we'll be back for First Chronicles chapter six. Oh, and if any of you guys do, I, I don't know why you listen to the daily and the weekly, but. I've been fucking up getting the weekly out late lately. I'm going to get this one out on time, damn it. Are this you? one's going to be done on time. Are you telling me or are I'm you telling, telling them? People, I'm telling them. The universe? I'm telling the universe. Are you telling I'm God? Myself, no, fuck God. <laughs> God ain't real. God ain't real. And on right. that note, yeah. bye. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. 
Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? I think I do. What is today? Saturday Q&A. That's right. And we are going to talk about the Bookses of Chronicles. The Bookses of Chronicles? The Bookses. Okay. All, all, right. all them all, books. All them books, like, a, like an intro to the Chronicles? Kind of, yeah. Because, you know, so far we've just been reading fucking names. Right, exactly. And that is some boring shit. It is some boring shit. But, yeah, I thought I would talk a little bit about the history of the name Chronicles yeah. and the book itself and then about the author. Okay. And then about the story. Okay. That cool. we haven't got to yet. Uh we have a little bit of a sad news to to present right now. Yeah, and, um, a, and a it bit happened of an apology. As we're recording like it, we we found out about this earlier today and we had already released the podcast that we recorded the night before. But so it's a little bit of an apology, a little bit of news, but like Hagrid died, like from Robbie Coltrane, yeah, Robbie Coltrane, the actor who portrayed Hagrid in the Harry Potter movie. Yeah, and like yesterday we did our episode and we were kind of well, we you know, were talking saying about things about Hagrid, the tribe of Hagrid, the Hagrite, Hagridites, right, right? And then, yeah, yeah. So that that felt that felt too, bad. Yeah, and I don't know. We didn't. We weren't. Happy we didn't with like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And so, so we're sorry that we talked about Hagrid on on our episode that the, the day he died. It, yeah, it landed the day that we got the news that, that was, Robbie Coltrane died. And I mean, in a way it, we could look at it as like, oh, he's in our hearts forever. Right, right. But, but it just didn't feel it it felt like we were making fun and we absolutely yeah, no, were definitely not definitely not making fun at all. Like that was we, not intended. So yeah. we just wanted to make sure we said that cuz yeah. as our family goes, you know, Harry Potter it, it it holds a place in our life. Um, and J.K. That, Rowling's bad stuff notwithstanding. Right, yes. As um, my queer child says, the one who's about to be 18 so has is old enough to have their own opinion about things. Right. Um, the world belongs to us now, not to her. That's right. And I love that, so. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, we just wanted to mention that, and then uh, now we're ready to go ahead and get into this Q&A. Yep. All right, let's go do it. Let's. Okay, so we're going to start out talking about the history of these their chronicles. The history of these their chronicles. Got okay. it. Okay. Um, it comes from the word, the title of the book comes from the word, um, the Greek. It's Okay, I'm going to try real hard not to fuck this up, but I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> we all know it. how this goes. <laughs> well, it's it's a Greek word, so right. at least the letter combinations make sense to Here, me. I thought it was going to come from Narnia. Fuck off. Chronicles of. Yeah. Chronicles of. <laughs> but um, it's got a lot of syllables in it. Yeah, okay. Okay, it's a paralipum paralipomenon paralipomenon okay okay does that sound yeah. right pomeranian yeah yes got it so it comes from paralipomenon one and two which okay. means things left out and how good of a title hmm. of a book would that be they, i mean i like things that things left out but right? so far i'm not liking the practicality of it in this book okay well i'm not there yet okay but yeah i hear you right. i hear you 
Um, it was originally part of a larger work that included the books of Ezra and Nehemiah, which is the two books that follow this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And this is the, these together are the final books of the Hebrew Bible. Oh, really? Which I didn't know. And it's a survey of Israel's history from Adam to the activity of Ezra and Nehemiah in the period after the Babylonian exile. So we're talking like 6th century BC. But we're not like, it's not the end of the Old Testament, is it? Or is no, it? No, no. Okay. No. So there's a difference between the Hebrew Bible and what comes after these two other books, Apparently, Apparently. Either that or they're in a different order in the Hebrew Bible. I'm, I'm interested in that information right. at some point. I will probably get more into that in our next weekend Q&A. Okay. Because we'll still be doing chronology right, and right. names. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, about the author now, um, the language it's not style... God. Call me, call me shocked. No, none of these are God, and none of them I'm claim joking. to be God. I'm joking. Oh, people always claim well, Christians they, always they claim. claim that it's God's word, but through a person, like they say, you know, Moses wrote the Old Testament, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And so the author that they claim this time, um, the language, style, and ideas mark the work as the product of a single author. Whom we call the Chronicler. The Chronicle. That's a great name for somebody. Right? The chronicler. So, um, we remember I told you before I was looking for like the next section, right? That yeah. I, I like being able to finish these off in sections. Sure. So, we just finished the Deuteronomistic history, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're in the age of the Chronicler. That's, that's really great. Right? Yeah. And so, it's First and Second Chronicles, Ezra and Nehemiah. Okay. Okay? Yep. And he probably lived about 350 to 300 BC, around that time. All right. Okay. And they say the writer was probably male, probably a Levite, a temple priest, and probably from Jerusalem. Okay. He was well-read, a skilled editor, and a sophisticated theologian. Okay. They say this because... Um, clearly he had read all of this other information right. and was able to not just read it and understand it, but then copy it and into a um, brief summary. So you're right. And then fill in the blanks that mm-hmm. some of the Bible didn't Exactly. Cover. So, I mean, he was very well educated. Which it clearly. does. I mean, like there has been, um, I mean, let's name, name listing aside, there have been some asides that he's gone into so far. Mm-hmm. That have been, you know, things that we didn't know about. Sure. So, I mean, there there are some interesting things, and I think it's going to get more that way. It is. After next week. It so, is. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Jewish and Christian tradition identify this author as the 5th century B.C. figure Ezra. Oh. So, you know, 1st okay. and 2nd Chronicles, Ezra and Nehemiah. Right. Um, it's generally believed that it was Ezra who wrote those, what we call four books. Okay. Although... Um, Ezra and Nehemiah used to be one book. Okay. Got okay. it. Yep. So he gives his name to the book of Ezra, obviously. And Ezra is also believed to have written both Chronicles and the Ezra and Nehemiah collection. Okay. So, which I just said. Yeah. Okay. So about but, the story. But you know, the Bible likes to repeat too, so it's all good. It is. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm just a poet, bitches. Okay. So about the story. The chronicler used the Old Testament books of Samuel and Kings as sources for his historical account. Okay. But he freely modified the information um, to match his own interests and point of view. So he he would add things in yeah. that 
that fit his point of study as what, to what he was studying about and learning what about. what he was and, trying to do. And the whole point of all of these names is it's what I suspected at the time. And remember, I said this out loud. He's trying to show a very clear and defined um, trail of of lineage. all the way lineage all the way down through David right. and beyond. Sure. So those names were his part of his plan. Okay. So it was done very intentionally. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but things that he added, nothing is added that would lessen David's glory. Okay. But much is added to enhance it. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So anything he added was only to make David look that much better. Right. And there are several examples that were supplied that I'm not going to get into here because we will see those in our contradictions at the end of Chronicles. Okay. okay. All right. So, I just it's it's interesting to me that there is a time in our history when, you know, and and, and we're talking about, you know, approximately two and a two and a half cent. I'm sorry, two thousand five hundred years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially, mm-hmm. and um, that that was a time when the Bible was still a fluid book being written. Yeah. Like it's not even there's not a Bible so to speak, at this time. Right. And we're talking about 2,500 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's not... It is a significant amount of time, but in the grand scheme of history and, and the nothing. world and the universe, it's just nothing. Right. And and here we are talking about a person that we are aware of, possibly, right. who wrote some of the Bible. And to me, that's really just kind of cool. Yeah. Like, in a, in a way. like In, in a in historical a, kind of way. Right, in right, a, right. In a history context. Yeah. Purely black and white. Right. I don't yeah. think that people actually think about this as somebody sat there and wrote this stuff. Right. You know, they because they do pitch it as the word of God. You right. Know? And they just think, well, somebody, like, you know, was in a trance and just fucking wrote the word of God. But so. no, somebody was sitting at a desk pouring over yeah. various scrolls and documents. That's, what I was, that's kind of what it made me think this, yeah. because this guy's literally studying this stuff and then mm-hmm. adding his two cents, essentially. Yeah, so I, I really appreciated that as well. Right. It did put it a little more in context and give me a little more of a rounded perspective of a human being. Instead right. of just these things happened in history. Right. Because, I mean, tell, tell me I'm wrong. Like, I, I feel like the sense is that somebody was just, like, in a trance writing for God. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. that's what people make it seem like. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and even to this point, like, um, you're not supposed to let the Bible touch the floor much like a flag. <laughs> and, you know, you're not supposed to deface your Bible and all that because, you know, it's God's yeah. word. And it's like... Actually, it's mass produced by a fucking machine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. Like, this this isn't... But, I mean, even I feel bad. Like, I don't really want to deface a Bible too much. Like, I don't know. Oh, I might... I don't really give a shit. I might take... Well, I have a feeling about books in general. Okay. Right. That I don't Fair like enough. to write in books. Fair enough. And also, like, I would just feel weird. I don't know. I, I don't fully understand or know all of my feelings about what it would mean to deface a Bible. Got it. Got it. So. I, I don't have any need specifically to deface a Bible, but I also don't care one way or the other. Yeah. Um, it's just paper and a binding to Well, me, yeah, that's what so. I said. It's just mass produced. Right. In a factory. Right. So the chronicler excludes almost all material from the books of Kings concerning the northern kingdom of Israel. Hmm. 
Because, again... Because it's not relevant to his yeah. thought process here. Again, yeah. He's yeah. just worried about making sure we understand... David's um, lineage. Yeah, David's lineage. So, um, the writer's concern about true Israel is not surprising for the reconstitution of Israel's life after the Babylonian exile required a redefinition of Israel's identity. Gotcha. So, we're not there yet. But what this guy is basically trying to do is not just show the um, line of succession through David, but also to create a more cohesive line of... Um, what Israel actually is. Yeah, like right. what it means, who they are. Sure. You know? Yeah. So so they're in the, this is the process of them defining what Israel stands for, what... You know what they what they actually are meant to be. Exactly, I guess. exactly. And okay. I thought that was the most interesting fact about this because um, we just have this this idea that the Israelites always knew and felt who they were, and they just didn't. I don't. I don't know that we got like. I think that they questioned it quite a bit. No, but honestly. I mean, before reading the Bible. Okay. That's yeah, what I mean. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, like, the, you always hear God's chosen people, right? Yeah. Like that's all. And, that's all you ever hear. And they just were, and they knew it. The end. Right, and to some extent, I can see where that thinking comes from. But to the other, to to speak to the other side of that is that I don't know. God really wavered on these people a lot. Mm-hmm. And they wavered on him, too. Definitely, definitely. And that, you know, it, it, it it's definitely not been solidified right. in my mind that these are God's people. Right. Right? Like, there's a few people that stand out, like Moses and David and, David and, and, and things Elisha. like that. Sure. That definitely pass as, quote-unquote, God's people, I guess. Right. right. But overall, as a group of people, they definitely don't seem to fit the bill. Right. No, I totally agree. Thus far. Not just the people fitting the bill as um, serving God, but fitting the bill as how God treats them. Like, right. Like, from both ends. It yeah. just doesn't satisfy that, that. No, it's a very tentative relationship, honestly. Right. Like, they right. are not good with each other. They're not good with each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is probably the best way to sum that up. Yeah. So that is what I had for today. Just, oh, okay. Just a little bit of a, um introduction to what Chronicles is about, who wrote it, and why. Got it. Got it. Well, that's that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And I find it very interesting that it was one person and that it might be the end of the Hebrew Bible, which I want to know more about. Sure. And so. like I said, I will try to dig into that some more. And um, I'm not sure what else I will get into. I will find another rabbit hole. But I didn't want to get too far into contradictions you sure. know so and that's that's another thing is when i'm doing a general um discourse if you will yeah um i run the risk of spoilers or um right you know getting into material that we're not ready to cover sure so no i get it i get it it's yeah, got to be real careful right i understand all right. Well, I guess that was our Q&A for today. Q&A Saturday. And tomorrow we will be back with... Sacrilegious Book Club. And we'll have our weekly uh, wrap-up uh, replay, replay mm-hmm. tomorrow as well. And then on Monday we'll be back with... First Chronicles Chapter 6. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Husband. Wife. 
do you know what we're doing today? I do. Oh, is that all? <laughs> that all? Okay. You're not going to throw it back to me? No, to... I didn't. Yeah, no, I was trying to see what happened if I just like left it hanging there, see where it went. It's trash. It just died. It, it just, just... It just went nowhere. Yeah, the day the so music what, died. what are we doing today? We're doing Sacrilegious Book Club. Okay, all right. And uh, maybe a little bit more about uh, what we're covering today? Yeah, we are still in Isaac Asimov's uh, Guide to the Bible. We're in the Old Testament. And we are on the book of Deuteronomy, and that will be pages 193 to 207, and we're doing that whole chapter. Okay, sounds good. Let's go ahead and get on into this. Okie dokie. Okay, so we start Deuteronomy with Deuteronomy. Uh, Go figure. On page 193. It's amazing. Okay, of this, Asimov says, This book does not advance Israelite history, but purports to be the record of a series of addresses given by Moses on the eve of his death and of the Israelite entry into Canaan. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That's basically what it was. Yep. I mean, that summed it up. Um, Deuteronomy comes from the Greek word for second law, And because of mistranslations um, from where Moses instructed um, in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 18, um, when the king sits upon the throne of his kingdom, he shall write him a copy of his law. Okay. Okay. And so a copy of his law was taken to mean a second law. And then that Greek word was Deuteronomy. I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, about this, Asimov says, it seems quite likely that Deuteronomy is the one book in of the Hexateuch that existed in essentially its present fashion even before the exile. Oh, wow. Interesting, right? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. That's cool. Right? I mean, yeah, it's interesting because we're now just past, we're post-exile now. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's that's neat. Yeah. Deuteronomy is believed to be the document to which the high priest Hilkiah refers when he tells Josiah he found the book of the law in the house of the Lord in 2 Kings. And that's kind of what we had talked about because mm-hmm. it was Moses' book that we were talking about. The Yeah. So yeah. we assumed that that was what that was. Yeah. So he's talking about Deuteronomy. Right. That's cool. Yeah. The priesthood as staunch Yahvists created this doctrine and placed it in Moses's name, hoping to impress the king. <laughs> so they found it where right. found is in quotes. Yeah. Um, of this, Asimov says, until then, Yahvism had been a minority sect, often persecuted and sometimes in danger of being wiped out altogether. Now, for the first time, it assumed an ascendancy, and thanks to the enthusiastic cooperation of Josiah, who was a young, impressionable guy when this happened, right. it was made the official religion of the land. Oh. Yeah, so thanks, it guys. it wasn't before this was written. Mm-mm. That's interesting. Right? So this was just, like, basically them playing their cards, like, hey, let's get, let's, we need to get, mm-hmm. get this popularized here. Yeah, he said he goes on to say the Yahvistic priests during the exile, as they edited the old traditions and codified the laws, incorporated Deuteronomy virtually intact into the Hexateuch. Hmm. Okay. Because it came later. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they just stuck it in there word for word. Right. 
Yahvism became Judaism and its daughter religions, Christianity and Islam. Right. Which Obviously. we know. Right. And then um, he ends this little bit of the chapter by saying, and I just love this. It kind of sums it up. Because yeah. remember I told you that this um, whole book of Deuteronomy was the shortest bit yet. Right. Um, he says, if Deuteronomy is dealt with briefly in this book because it is not primarily concerned with history, that does not mean it may not be the most important part of the Bible in some ways or even the most important piece of writing in the world. Wow. Right? That's a, that's a big statement. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, it has a lot because of what Moses says and like what is... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and obviously this is what got it pushed to prominence also. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that makes it a very big book for the Bible. Exactly. Um, the next bit is about Lebanon, and that is on page 196. Okay. And it, I should say Lebanon. God damn it. Lebanon. I just can't with Ohio. <laughs> Okay, so Moses recaps events, including geographic directions to travel to Canaan. Okay, that's what right. this whole thing is about. Okay. Okay, and while Moses is going on and on about that, Asimov goes on and on about Lebanon, the modern version of which lies directly north of modern Israel. And the two, um, Lebanon and Israel, are the only non-Muslim powers in a sea of Arabic states, at least as of sure. the time he wrote this. Right, right. Lebanon was known for its forests of cedar, of which Solomon built much of the temple as well as his palace. Yeah, I remember that. He hired those yep. cedar people that those were really, cedar people. you know, Well, they good were from Lebanon. Stuff. Yep, they were from Lebanon. Lebanon. Right. Gosh. I always thought Lebanon, Lebanon was a... Was a uh, Islamic State. I didn't know that it was not. I, I, I'd be curious if it still is not an Islamic State. Yeah, I would be curious too because those borders tend to move real fast. Right, right. So, but as of the time that he wrote this, um, it was not a Muslim state. Right, gotcha. Which is interesting. Yeah. So the next bit is called Kaftor on page 198. Okay. And Moses lists off, quote, tribes that were evicted from their territory by the invading Edomites, Moabites, and Ammonites. And, you know, they're referred to as the giants because right. of their great heritage and stature and yeah, or yeah. fighting abilities, whatever. Uh, right. One tribe he names, though, is the Avum, who were displaced by a non-Hebrew people that came out of Kaftor, the Kaftorum, a.k.a. the Philistines. So Asimov asks, so where is Kaftor? Right. What the fuck? Yeah. The Kaftorum established themselves on the seacoast and were likely the early Greeks, a.k.a. the Minoans, ruled by the legendary King Minos hmm. okay. of Crete. Gotcha. Um, they were also referred to as the Mycenaeans, a.k.a. Um, I'm sorry, the Mycenaeans, a.k.a. the peoples of the sea. Got it. And I really That's enjoyed... That's interesting because mm -hmm. you remember the whole... There's that whole, um, I don't know, fable or whatever of the people of the sea that mm -hmm. destroyed many things, but they never knew who they were. Yeah. And it's interesting that they were referred to that way because that's similar to what the people that, you know, conquered a lot of things at a, some certain time back then was called, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's probably a lot of these these people. Right. No, that's, that's interesting. Um, I really enjoyed it writing the word Mycenaean because um, the last bit is with 
the A and the E that are squished together oh, yeah, to yeah, form yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's called, but it looks so cool. Right. And I was very excited to be able to find it on my keyboard. <laughs> when you hold down the letter A, it pops up all the different little options, uh, and the A E squished together is one of them. I gotcha. Yeah, that okay. was fun. So, Kaftor is likely the island of Crete or else Cyprus, but who knows? Right. One of those. Somewhere around it's Greece. Island. It's somewhere over there yeah. around Greece. I got you. So that's it for that bit. Okay. Next comes Mount Hermon. I mean, okay, he does a lot of geography in right. the book in general. Right. And every once in a while, he just goes too far. Well, it and sounds like he's more interested in the history of everything and not so much the religiosity of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, that's definitely like, true. But he gets lost in the geography. Right. And I can't. <laughs> Right. I cannot go with him. Sure. That's never been my strong point. It's just not my wheelhouse. And moreover, it it doesn't even match up from what he says to today. So, right. you know. But at least he gives, like, if you are reading the book, I do, I do think he do, he's got pictures and stuff that are pretty he detailed does. and stuff. He does. And so the, it can give you some idea as to what was happening in those times. At I the know. Least. But I have a hard time, too, um, with... Figuring out where the map lines up. Got you know it. what I mean? Like, like I need a X marks the you are here kind of thing. <laughs> like, okay, I understand. I'm not in Europe, so, or, you right. know, the Middle East or anywhere over there. Okay? Yeah. But I need a point of reference, uh, some kind of frame of reference. And I'm not familiar enough with geography of the area to know what any of it means. So it's just still, even so, a bunch of names. Right, right. And that has always been my problem with learning geography. I have to find some one thing that I'm... Like, how I learned to drive is... Or to drive in a new area is to locate one thing that I'm familiar with. And then from there, everything is in reference to, to, that, one thing. to that one thing. Right. So, like, when I first moved to Ohio, everything was in reference to borders. Because Borders was up the road. I knew how to get to Borders from my house. Right. So, you know, I just, I need, I need some kind of frame of reference and, and I don't have one. Sure, So sure. the maps are pointless to me. Sorry I if I was repetitive. No, no, no. That's blah, fine. blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, so the next section is called Mount Hermon on page 202. Okay. And... That was just a little brief thing. So when Moses reiterates the story of how the Israelites defeated Og of Bashan yeah. and conquered that district, he says they took the land unto Mount Hermon. Okay? Right. And so what that basically means is that they're now ruling all the way up to the northern limits of Canaan. Mm. Like, remember before when they were like, we searched here and there and there and here. And basically it was just saying, you know, all the way as far north and as far south as possible, like, we searched hither and yon. Right, right. You know, this is just their way of saying, like, we own all the land way up to north up there. Right, right. So, that's all that was. Yep, okay. okay. The next section is Rabbath, or Rabath, I'm not sure, on page 202. Okay. When Moses mentions <sighs> victory over Og... He talks about Og's giant bed, which yeah. we remember. Mm -hmm. which they was even a, gave the dimensions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which was apparently located in the city of Rabath Ammon. The town under the name of Ammon, A-M-M-A-N, mm -hmm. survives today 
I didn't double check this, but as of Asimov's writing, yeah. survives today as the capital of Jordan and has a population of some 250,000 people. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I meant to double check to see does it still exist like today, today, not Asimov's I would today. I bet that it does. Probably. Probably. It, I didn't go down a rabbit hole, though, like I normally do. I was just trying to get the book read. Gotcha. So, gotcha. sorry about that, guys. But if you are interested, again, that town is A-M-M-A-N, and it would be the capital of Jordan. Got it. So, yeah. if anybody wants to look that up. Okay, the next little section is Mount Gerizim or Gerizim, you know, Bless Mountain. Yeah. On page 203. So Moses goes over all the laws again and he's like, blah, blah, blah. And, quote, warns the Israelites that there is both a blessing and a curse involved. A blessing if they are obedient to the law and a curse if they are not. Right. Okay. Yeah. He tells them that they have to go to bless and curse mountains and make their vows to God at that exact GPS location. Right. And I right. mean, he spells it out. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Next section, Belial, which, thank you very much, that is now the name of the villain in the book I'm writing. <laughs> Belial. That's a great name, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, page 203. So, Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 13 says, Children of Belial, saying, Let us go and serve other gods. Belial means not profitable. It, something that is Belial, according to Asimov, something... That is Belial is worthless and empty. Okay. Children of Belial are people whose views and opinions are worthless and empty and therefore not to be listened to. Hmm. And I love this example. He goes, he goes, it is a short step from considering something worthless to considering it wicked. And the example that he gives is the word naughty. At one time, naughty meant worthless as well, like empty containing not. Right. Or... Um, you know, just not worth much, but it came to mean wicked or at least troublesome. Right. And I mean, I use that word today too. Like when I'm babysitting, I'm like, don't be naughty. Right. Right. So I say it that way. Yeah. So it, I just found it very interesting. He's right. It Something that has zero worth all of a sudden over time becomes, um, something that is horrendous or wicked. Right. And yep. I mean, uh, the same thing happened to the word Jezebel. Right. You know, because... Yeah. All it, all it was for her is that she was, um, uh, you know, somebody who consorted with um, false prophets. Right. But over time, it became to mean a fallen woman and a whore, a slattern, you know. Right, right. And so now when we call somebody a Jezebel, we mean that they're a slut and they sleep around as though yeah. there's anything wrong with that. Right. So anyway, I, I just, I love the history of words yeah no it's definitely a neat subject so here's something cool when left untranslated and capitalized it seems like the writers are referring to an evil spirit when they say children of belial okay or even the devil hmm. in the new testament times the jews viewed the word as a synonym for, for satan oh but it wow. didn't start out that way okay like if you research the the hebrew definition of the word it was just worthless got it but okay. yeah that that just like blew me away right right okay the next section is saints on page 204 okay okay in deuteronomy Chapter 33, verse 2, Moses names the places at which God appears and then says God came with ten thousands of saints. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we're like, why? What are? What does he mean by saints? What the fuck is that about? Right. Right. So the use of the word saints here refers not to holy people, but to a holy place. Like it used to mean both. Saints okay. were just holy institutions, holy things. Right. Right. But now the term holy eventually came to mean only holy people those who are godly and pious, so that by the time the New Testament is being compiled, it no longer applied to places, just people. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So he did a lot of, like, word history in this bit that just, like, really um, fulfilled my my satisfaction. I just, mm, I love it. Yeah. Mm, Tastes good. (laughs) Okay. The next one is the blessing of Moses, and that's the last one, and it's my favorite because, oh, just wait. Just wait. On page 205. Okay, the blessing of Moses seems to be a collection of traditional sayings that were assigned in retrospect to an earlier version of the character. Hmm. Like, for example, Jacob's blessing doesn't mention that Joseph's sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, are separate tribes, whereas Moses' blessing does. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So they knew about it when they when they wrote Moses but they didn't right, know about right. it interesting yeah the fact that Joseph and Levi received the longest and most glowing blessing would indicate that the sayings were collected and put into final form by priestly hands in the northern kingdom of Israel yeah which was dominated by the Joseph tribes that makes a lot of sense and in particular by the more populous Ephraim right right so basically they were the ones writing it therefore yeah they were awesome yeah. right and yeah. so um, they wrote Moses saying all these fantastic things right but only about Them. the northern tribes yeah, right. yeah Moses does not mention Judah's kingship. In his blessing. Right. The northern kingdom wouldn't recognize the validity of the Davidic kingship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Simon isn't mentioned at all as the tribe has been absorbed into Judah by that point. Okay. Okay. And then this is, oh my God, this is just the best bit. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 6 says, let Reuben live and not die and let not his men be few. Remember, like, we were making fun of all of these things that he was saying, like, yeah, just don't die. Right. Like, that's what he literally said to Reuben, right? Yeah. Except, oh, guess what? No, it fucking wasn't. Okay. Okay, this is amazing. A word was added by the pious translator of the King James Version (laughs) who would not let Moses say something that sounded like a curse. However, the word not is not present in the original Hebrew. So Catholic versions translated as such, may Reuben live and not die out, but let his men be few. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's not the same. No, not at all. That's a huge difference. uh Uh-huh. But Reuben got absorbed by Moab and did in fact die out. Huh, interesting. And then Moses dies the end. But can we just go back a minute? Holy shit. King James people just like, were they like, completely nah. rewrote it. Let's just decide what Moses said. He said right. something different. Yeah. No, they, they just decided. Yeah. That, and this is, we're not even talking about like back in Bible writing times. That's like, why I'm like blown away. I'm, like what? I mean, that almost, that right there, just like. A, That's so sacrilegious. Well, it's not. You literally changed the 
the words from the what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. How dare? You're how essentially dare? admitting that this is not God's word. That this is not a sacred text. You're just you just up and change the entire thing that Moses said. I don't and even you don't, give you a don't shit. Get to do that. I don't even give a, a shit thousand, about Judah. Fifteen hundred years after he's dead. Right. Right. I don't care about Judah. I don't care what you say about right. Him. Right. I don't or Reuben or what right. the fuck ever. Right. I don't even care about this guy. But how dare you change Moses's words and then still claim it as God's word? Right. That's oh not, my God! Okay. I just I lost my mind when I read that. Right. Because it's exactly the opposite me- message. No, and that that right there the early almost basically intended. proves that it's a political construct instead of a yeah religious construct. Yeah. So yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I just, I lost my mind. And that is why I don't read the King James Version. Well, I mean, it uh, also... Among other reasons. Right, but it also translates down to other versions that are not mm-hmm. the King James. I mean, like, right. people have taken this, like, I think that's the way we read it. That's in the, the way NIV, we read so, it, yep. You know, it's yep. just... Yeah, you would have to get a Catholic version right. in order to read it correctly. Yeah, so it, it affects other, you know, yeah. it affects a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, that's interesting. Fucking King James, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Okay, so that concludes the book of Deuteronomy from Asimov's perspective. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And the next book he will cover is the book of Joshua, which is 18 pages. It goes from page 208 to 225. I split that in half, though. So next week, we are going to cover page 208 to 217. The topics will be Joshua, Jericho, Gilgal, the Wall of Jericho, right, not of the wall of that Trump was going to build. Right. I A I <laughs> got it. Gibeon and Ajalon or Ayalon. Okay. All right. Well, sounds good. And uh, I don't know that I have a whole lot to add. So <laughs> I'm just still gov. Yeah, no, that was that was good stuff right there at yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. That was, I was. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. We'll tune in next week for Sacrilegious Book Club. And we'll see you uh, tonight with the weekly wrap up. And we will see you tomorrow, Monday, with First Chronicles Chapter 6. That is correct. We'll see you guys. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But, husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my god. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegiousdiscourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. 
like and subscribe, leave an Apple review, join us on Twitter, support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.